Well, right on. I think we're live. I think we are streaming. Um, <laughs> welcome in. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, this is going to be the third time you've been on my stream. I think I've been on your stream twice or three times. Really? Dang. So we've okay. done quite a few streams, but uh, always love are it. Are we live always right now? I'm oh, yes. I think so, Steven yeah. Ignoramus 3.0. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I'm Steven Ignoramus, Ignoramus Media, slash the dumb stream on, uh, on YouTube. What am I? Uh, I'm a. Let's read my. Let's let's see what it says on my Twitter bio. Uh, beloved, let's read the Wikipedia. Yeah, beloved music teacher, infamous live streamer, actual journalist, Christ is King, correct wing, Kanye West twenty four. Um, yeah, yeah, got me. I'm uh, not famous enough to be like actually canceled, but we're. I'm your friend. That's uh, I'm your brother Christ. Uh, I'm on the internet a lot. I need to be on the internet less, but yeah, I'm looking forward to being on, man. <laughs> yeah man i always love catching your streams whenever i have like a rain day or like an off day i can find them because you, you stream during the day you want to yeah. tell the people your, your, your streaming times yeah 10 a.m eastern every weekday um I, i'm in the recording studio right now so um i miss one day a week because i I'm, I'm recording an album but i'm there most uh weekdays at 10 a.m and i don't upload um the replays to youtube um, for reasons that we were talking about off there, uh, uh, and my replays go over to Rumble and Odyssey. But you can find my uh, you can if you go to linktr.ee slash forward slash ignoramus media, you can find all my stuff. Um, do you, did you have a Liberty Links? Yeah, I was is gonna say, how am I more banned than you? Because I got banned on Linktree. Oh, oh, I mean, this is Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like, yeah. What do you mean, bro? Because I, I get a, I get a little bit of banned, but you get yeah. really banned. Because <laughs> you're very, yeah. very bold and very hilarious, and uh, yeah, that'll do it. Dude, <laughs> you can't be on the B system if you. Yeah. Airbnb. I just got banned from VRBO. Um, that other. A verbo. You know that or verbo? Yeah, that that other yeah. like you know. You know, you can rent someone's house. I just got banned on that. I was, I'm going to CPAC uh, next weekend. Cringe, um, and, <laughs> uh, but I mean, dude, what I do at CPAC is fun though. Like, yeah. like last no, year yeah, when I was awesome. streaming, I uh, every time I saw a yamaka, I would like follow them and like zoom in the camera and like <laughs> sing like. Da, 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 da. Um, but yeah, I mean, I tried to get a VRBO for CPAC, and I had to get a red roof in instead because uh, I just it just didn't work, and I got debanked, yeah. all kinds. And and I'm also getting like I, I play local music around here, and people are starting to find out about me, oh, so gosh, they're like calling yeah. clubs and like getting me blacklisted from clubs. It's no. uh, it's a, I don't know, it's a joyous life. Yeah. We know ironically, I mean, not even being sarcastic. Yeah, no, it's yeah. actually kind of fun, dude. Um, but it's it's less doors open i mean you know you're a fan of of owen owen benjamin and he you know he just got at least get less access but it's all with like extremely homosexual people yeah so it's <laughs> it's kind of okay yeah. the people you kind of don't want to be around anyways or interact with yeah. anyways yeah yeah and then we just make alternative platforms or find niche alternative platforms yeah yeah. Like those D Live days, there was one year there where everyone who got banned just went to D Live, and it was awesome. Yeah. 
And then you know, D Live bans everyone. D Live banned stealing. everybody after January sixth, man. But then yeah. it's like, but then everyone just goes to the next place. Like then it was, uh, I mean, even forgetting the name of it, but there was that one that everyone went to for a month. Uh, uh, Trovo. Trovo. Yeah, I was on Trovo yeah. too. Yeah, and then I they banned, and then so it's like, okay, yeah. where's the next? It's almost like where does the part? Like, okay, the cops raided the house party, but mm. we're still gonna party. <laughs> like, we still got mm. beers in our backpacks. We're going to the next so house. True. Whose house? <laughs> whose yeah. parents are out of town? <laughs> yeah, Let's go to the next so house. True. You know, the cops raid and that. And you're just like, all right, where's the next party? You know, now it's yeah. like Odyssey. Now we're now we're at the point where we're finding places that seem yeah. to not do it. And that's always cross your fingers and you just hope and you maybe just kind of, I just kind of expect it to happen anyways, but maybe it'll be two years or three years now. But yeah, and then you just go to places like now it's Odyssey and now everyone, it's a fun time because it's full of people who are like keeping it real and real talk and like willing to be controversial and willing to be offensive when it's needed. Yeah. So you're on Twitch right now. Uh, <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. So I, I've somehow not of, gotten banned yet on Twitch. <laughs> really? Like, like yeah. actually have a gun banned? Or no. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm there. Wow. Yeah. I got, yeah, I got targeted by the, just the trans mob, dude. I just got, I got targeted <laughs> so bad by the trans mob because we had, we like raided someone's chat. And then we went after them on Twitter with my like 10 fans. And then they came after us with like, th- like my buddy who's uh, on Twitch was like, dude, they reported you thousands of times. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy was just like RIP. But then, yeah, with the day I got banned at that, that, like, you know, your viewer count is like three or four. And all of a sudden it was at like, th- like 200. And I was yeah. like, oh crap. Here it comes. Like, yeah. yeah here it comes. So I, I told him about Jesus, you know, that, that whenever I'm on the biggest stage, I try to like talk about Jesus yeah. a little bit. Cause then I, that I know, like if you're about to get your head cut off, which is digitally what's happening when you get, when you get banned, you're getting di- digitally killed. And it's like, what, what's the last thing you're going to say before like the guillotine, guillotine yeah. comes down he's proclaim christ and then yeah. proclaim the gospel yep. for all to hear yeah my fa- my last words are gonna be <laughs> christ is king plug yeah <laughs> well that's that yeah. in january 6th they had that was like the number one quote in my like hit pieces i'm like it was like in quotes y'all having fun here this is hilarious repent and believe in the gospel <laughs> so i only i only met half of that statement the part about christ that was a totally serious day totally uh totally not hilarious totally yeah yeah um, anyway it's worst worst day in america history it's a tragedy it was yeah not a joke at all. Not a. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I was in uh, I was in jail the last three weekends. Nice. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you know nice. that? How many? Did yeah. you get like swole? Did you get some like good workout advice, like uh, bench Yo. press and push ups and. No. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been in jail before? No. No. Okay. I mean, like when you get booked at jail, like they don't you don't work out until you get like into the like process past booking into like the population and you. The, for mine, you don't go past the booking. You're just in there for 48 hours under the bright lights, just like with your mat and your blanket on a concrete slab with like 10 dudes in there. And it's, oh, it's wow. it, not fun. Uh, I didn't have any problems. I mean, I'm a pretty like respectful guy um, sometimes. Uh, but yeah, that was the <laughs> last. I got sentenced to three weekends. And I this, not, not like yesterday, but the weekend before that was my third weekend. Wow. Um, so... That was, uh, 
dude. It was it was what it was. I hope Man, I never go back. Up in that street cred though. I know. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I am really um, creeping so up on like the most banned, most censored, most. Uh... If I was popular, bro. If I was popular, I'd be as banned as anyone. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've heard rumors that I am forty percent black. So, um, nice. I, yeah. that does, we're, we're approaching 41%. You know, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go to jail more. I got, my dad has to leave. I have to steal a couple bikes. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then, Sounds a little bit low. Sounds like it should be more like 55%, right? Or 53%. Right. Yeah. 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 I play basketball. I'm a, I rap. That's, I'm getting very, very close. Anywhere so, from 13 anyway. to 55. I don't Somewhere in that range. Yeah. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Watch yourself <laughs> yeah so yeah that was that was that was interesting but yeah i'm done now so praise god for that man yeah congratulations yeah thank you <laughs> what's like did you do anything to celebrate when you get out um you're just like i'm right, back on the stream just get hop on and yeah I hopped say on some funny stuff every, <laughs> yeah i mean after the, the mondays after i got out i did long like recap streams where yeah. I would t tell stories. Some funny stuff happened, man. And there were some funnies. Anytime you're like, when when dudes chill, funny stuff happens. When like dudes are like, d d you know, dudes plus like necessity, or like I'm talking about like a football team, dudes plus shitty situations equals some funny. It, there's always gonna be some yeah. like clowning going on, yeah. you know? No, yeah. Um, so, you know, so I would tell some recaps. Did I do any? Uh, well, uh, a couple of my friends came to town uh, a couple days ago just to hang out. Did I do any, like, celebrating? Dude, I got on my knees and thanked God. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, so I guess that's what I'm trying to do more than more than you know, celebrate these days, man. I'm just trying to have a good be in uh, fellowship with my creator and, um, like, stay the course. I mean, I feel like my, my life has been too much celebrating. Um, yeah. You know, it's been, like, 20 years of celebrating, and then you get drunk, and then you whatever you mess up or you know so you know just trying to keep it as clean and uh and as like even keel as i can i'm not a very even keel guy so you know there's a my personality doesn't lend itself to that but i'm just trying to get involved in my local church and not you know celebrate you know i don't want to be too like what i don't know what the right word is exuberant that's not the right word but um yeah so i'll celebrate once i get off probation i'll put it that way yeah. that will be the best day but that's not for another year and three two months so yeah slup slip wuzzle do you know a, sl a slip wuzzle yeah. yeah that's one of my fans <laughs> is it's that slap, slap weasel, weasel. No, it's not. It's, it's, i was like is that his street name <laughs> so, um, i don't know if this slap weasel is his legal name and slip yeah. wuzzle is <laughs> jay weasel yeah, yeah. slapford jay weasel um who are the two guys the two old men from the muppets uh statler and waldorf you know those like i can picture two, them but yeah i don't know the two guys yeah. that are always heckling and you know this is slap is statler and this guy slip was like, like the old curmudgeonly men that frequent my live stream and just like heckle me and you know that's awesome are just cynical yeah so that, i love them though yeah. must be nice i wish i had muppet hecklers yeah. <laughs> in my stream what yeah, he you, said. What, he you said you lost a percent today, being so anti-weed. Not very black of you. Yeah, I, I am, <laughs> am anti-weed. Yeah, I. You know, I don't know. I'd be interested to see what your take on this is because 
Yeah. I don't I don't really know all your political stances, but you seem a little bit. Well, I don't know. Let's let me, I'll ask it a different way. But like I, I used to be very pro weed yeah. and then I became like libertarian on it in that I just don't really care. And now I like think that it should be banned yeah. um, and it should be banned. But it's not a top 15 issue for me. Um, there's many things that I care about more than banning banning weed, but I just don't think it's good for the your soul i don't i think yeah. it's like a spiritually really bad drug um worse than alcohol as far as how it affects your spirit yeah um alcohol is worse in some in other ways of course um but i i had this like spiritual it feels like it's very spiritually dark and i want to ban spiritually dark things from society yeah. um so yeah, yeah what's your take on that pretty much the same yeah i mean i was a pothead i was for 10 years i couldn't just not be high I would try quitting and after like three days, I would be like, man, this is miserable. <laughs> like everything's boring. Food tastes horrible. Like I'm just like felt, felt so like purposeless. And so I'd always be like, oh, I need to quit. And then after three days, I just like go buy more and just do it, you know? Um, and when I finally did quit, I did what you're saying. Like I realized like, man, it was really like keeping me down. Just a very low vibration um it is and same i, I mean it's I used feminine. To be... it's feminine too it's like a, it's not a masculine drug um and right? it's just i, I mean like especially as like uh, masculine you know i mean as christians like we need to be sober-minded right we need to be in control of our mind and like you said like in control of our soul like we need to be mm. doing righteous things at all time and if we're like wasting time <laughs> feeling loopy and feeling good I don't think that's good. That's not productive. That's not beneficial. That's not bringing God glory. It's making you feel good. And yeah, like I think there's some things like alcohol where you could have a beer and get a little bit of a buzz and that's fine. There's obviously though like a lot like after, after the sixth beer, <laughs> I believe that's like sinful. And like you're saying, like spiritually dark, um, but weed, you really can't do that. You can't just take a puff of weed and be like a little bit buzzed. You're, you know, one puff no. is it. You're out of your mind. Especially and there's that. some things that are like that and some things that just aren't. You put a little bit yeah. in and it's just like you've crossed the line of, you know, you're not buzzed. Cigarettes, I can see cigarettes, you know. I was a smoker for like seven years and I quit. And so I would advise people to quit. In my old age, I'll probably pick it back up when I like my kid, I have grandkids and kids out of the house, you know. And it's like I got like five years left, man. I, oh, dude, I'm totally smoking cigarettes. It's like the greatest buzz ever, you know. Dude, but like, I, is that I, sinful? Yeah. No, because it's not really no, crossing the line well, of you yeah, being like out you of said, your mind. You know, yeah, it's not good for your body, but like, it's all about like your mind and where your soul is. Are you doing this because it's like something righteous, or are you doing it because you want to be not here? You don't want to deal with your problems. Like, you want to be not sober <laughs> you know and to me that's yeah, very biblical like it's very clear that we are to be sober-minded over and over mm. again old testament new testament and i think like with a beer you can maintain that with a cigarette you can maintain that and with weed you cannot you know with shrooms acid other stuff you cannot do that mm. yeah there's to me okay it's like i um <laughs> I, I was never like hooked on cigarettes, but there's something I don't know I, I don't know how to say this other than to like just say it. There's something like a little based about cigarettes. Like yeah. if there's something a little bit Dude, like they're so cool. They're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, so cool and dope, like yeah. awesome. Like weed is not based. <laughs> I mean it is like enlightening sometimes, but you're like you're right, it's like especially they 
this weed that they have in the last like 10 years is yeah. like this franken yeah. lab weed that you take one hit and you are just yeah, in a space yeah a zombie yeah. like literally yeah that's interesting so you would ban it you want kanye to ban it yes yes yay yay will ban our first king yay <laughs> Yeah, yay 24 shirt yeah what do you think about yay well i was gonna ask you today i i was told in the middle of the day that today is president's day mm. and i was called a communist by my christian friend that i was working today on president's day to which i responded hey jesus christ was the king of kings not the president of presidents so what do you do in worshiping presidents buddy mm. and he could not he did he could not provide a valid comeback <laughs> <laughs> Did, uh, so that, that really happened your friend oh my dude <laughs> as a joke the yeah, that's funny. He's, he's being funny but the um, america worship on the um <laughs> on the uh on the like conservative christian right is just yeah it's so bad man yeah um yeah i mean because a lot of these guys are former are like former military and stuff like that it's, but you yeah. end up they end up like worshiping rights and stuff like that um rights aren't very biblical like individual freedom is not biblical really because it says we're yeah, it's, it's what, kind of satanic yeah. 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 you um, get it i get it we used to be yeah. like anarcho-capitalist libertarians yeah. where it's like dude just yeah. freedom we all just need freedom yes. and even yes. as like an early like in my walk christian i still was like that i was like yeah i mean we should have total freedom and free will to choose to sin or not and that's a test and like if you're choosing God, then you're a Christian and like you can freely choose the devil. Right. But also like on a physical, political level, like you can't just allow that. And we're told in the Bible not to just allow that and permit this stuff. And I think it's a public. Owen talks about like that a lot. The def, like the the difference between like public square versus not. So like, yeah, I can't stop you from sinning in private, but in public. Yes, we should be stopping you from sinning. We should be stopping you. Like, that's the point of the government is to regulate bad behavior. It's really to regulate un, unrighteous behavior, immoral yeah. behavior. And laws are pretty much just supposed to be a moral code for the public. And yeah, if you want to go in your house and do something immoral, uh, okay. I could, I could see maybe an argument for that. But the second you take that into the public and you start advocating for it, you start influencing others to join you, like, there needs to be some kind of stopping that. And it needs to be in right, like in righteousness, not just in like a tyrannical, physical, manly grab for power kind of sense. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you have a righteous leader that's upholding righteous laws <laughs> to bring God glory, yeah, like we need to be stopping sin in, in the public. Do you think? But, uh, um, do you think Kanye would do that? Do you think that he's the best, <laughs> most, I, I'm not even asking. I, I think he will to a certain extent, but. Um, I mean, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to ask so I, I a couple couple questions for President's Day. Um, who do you think, so presidents, who do you think is the best one? Who do you think is the worst one? Who do you think is the next one? And who do you think is the last one? Woo! <laughs> oh, I, I, okay. Best president. Oh, man, that's rough. They're all so bad. <laughs> um, There's a couple that are, like, pretty dope, though. I mean... They just yeah, haven't I mean, been there for, like, 100, 150 years. Yeah, like, Calvin Coolidge <laughs> didn't do that much. I mean, I, I'm... See, I'm way Teddy Roosevelt? You're, you're a Roosevelt guy? 
Dude, I don't hate Roosevelt as much. Well, which one, first of all? FDR Teddy, or Teddy? Teddy. 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 Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I like Teddy. But I will say that I don't hate FDR as much as I, I used to. I'm because I'm I like um I like great men. And I I mean great I don't even mean this like in a positive sense. So it's like I don't like 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 Hitler was a great man. I mean Stalin was a great man. Um you know, some of the things they did were awesome. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but, um, Clip it. No, no. <laughs> Clip him, ban him. I believe in, like, the great man theory of, like, the really, like, yeah. really what, who drives history are, are great, powerful men that make big moves and they, 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 I like when people pop, pop off. I really like when people go hard. Like the other day, I don't know what I, like, I was just reading this guy on Twitter. I showed him on my show and he said something outrageous. He said something like, if your children are different colors than each other, like different races, then you're not qualified to be a pastor. And I'm just saying, go, it goes hard. I don't even agree with that. Like, like, I just like when people go hard and they, they just don't really care that much. They care about like, bold being bold being bold courageous being men. confident so, yeah yeah so fdr kind of i wouldn't say he's one of the better ones but i like you you grew up in your if you come from a libertarian background that, like us you're trained to just hate fdr yeah. commie, but, like, they did, like, yeah, <laughs> but he did some lit stuff i mean the ones i don't so i would say who's the best maybe teddy maybe yeah. teddy uh i like jackson maybe, might be my favorite Ja oh, no, Jackson was no, no, no. pretty hilarious and Jackson. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not Teddy. Jackson. Teddy was dope too. I think those are my two favorite. Yeah. 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 Um, who's the worst? Probably Obama. Pro pro probably Obama. Um, maybe Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I don't really know that much about all the presidents. I mean, like Wilson got us into World War One. I'm not a big fan of the war thing. Yeah. Uh, so I would say Obama. So best Andrew Jackson. Um, <laughs> yeah. Worst uh, Obama. The next. That is a tough cookie, bro. Who, if I, okay, like I want it to be Kanye West. I want it to be Ye. I think that the the Shout next president. What was that? Shout out Kanye West. <laughs> when he when he sees this, when he hears this, shout out Kanye West. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna say Gavin Newsom. Whoa, he's gonna be our next president. Whoa, really? I think it's gonna be a Democrat. I think that Biden. It's not gonna be Biden. It's not gonna be one. It's not gonna be Kamala Harris. Uh, it's I no. don't I don't. If I'm really predicting, like when I on uh what's it called on like November sixth or whatever, twenty twenty. My, I, I was like, hey, it's about to be the election today. What's and people are like, what's your prediction? I was like, Biden's going to be our next president. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even say that I think he's going to win. I was like, I, when it all shakes out, because I think the system is like very corrupt and it, it, it has their made men. I don't think it's going to be, tr I don't think it's going to be Trump. It might be DeSantis. I wouldn't like that, but I think it's yeah. going to be a Democrat, and I think the front runner is Gavin Newsom. Um. Who's going to be the last president? That is a tough one. Uh, it might have been Trump. It might be Biden. I don't know. My, my, my question is, Biden even the president? Like, so if Biden's not the president, Great I point. think they've replaced this cat like five times, bro. So Great that point. would mean yeah. Trump. 
and now did they like replace yeah. Trump? Was Trump does not seem like the same guy. Yeah, he's not. He, he, he's not. So is this just happen when you get older? I don't like. I don't know. Dude. Too much Who blackmail. Gonna... Too much. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who's going to be our last? Pre... I think our last official president where like where everyone really stops pretending and like calls it what it is. is going to be sometime before 2040. I think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be in the 2020s. I think it's going to be sometime in the 2030s where we just stop. It's going to either become like a like a council, or it's going to become globalism, or it's going to become like a right wing fascist autocrat. That would be awesome. <laughs> now, that, that would be my that would be my like my my, my go to. But yeah, no. it's not going to be anytime soon. Like the big lie. Like one thing I think about a lot now that I get in, I'm involved in my local church a lot is like we we don't understand how weird internet people are like we're in such a small minority like most people are have not like given up they think the deep state exists they they think that there's lies everywhere but they don't think the whole system is a lie to its core like people like you and me so there's a lot of um i have this is an original idea of mine i've never heard someone name it this it's called the big gay decline theory where it's i've see i've been a prepper and like an apocalypse guy for so many years and and until about two years ago i just witnessed things just getting like more gay more black more dumb more (laughs) more faggy and i don't think the big event is happening bro i think it's just gonna get more like slow decline dude for like 10 years but like with the emphasis on the gay well things are gonna like start uh start working less good you know like the infrastructure um there's gonna be diversity in every field which is the opposite of quality and uh it's just gonna get more gay until something does happen i think that's gonna be in the 20 in the 2030s i mean i kind of hope it's like secession peaceful secession rather than uh like full-on war or like invasion even though i'm not a big invasion guy i kind of like china and russia dude sometimes like getting getting uh, invaded would be kind of like shit like i don't mean like in the same way like great man i mean like that would be insane if we like if the chinese show up at the california shores um but yeah so to answer your question just the world's greatest seafaring invasion of all time just dude caught us all off guard that yeah. would be insane. Now, I don't think it's going to be Russia. Like, if that happens, I might move to Russia. I love Russia. I, yeah. I think Vladimir Putin is, is like, the man. I think Russia uh, just wants to be Russia. So and they too. do it in a very strong and confident way. And, yeah, they might take a little bit of border here and there, but just their whole history is just, like, we're just this. They're not really, like, an empire that, like, goes out and, like, conquers and makes puppets and makes colonies. They just are, like, yeah, we'll take uh, Bulgaria. <laughs> And then we'll just chill. We'll make them Russian, you know? Yeah, we'll take, like, a yeah. slice of Ukraine, and then we'll just make them Russian. Like, they yeah. kind of almost, like, just, like, a cancer. Just progressively grow out a little bit. But they don't, like, they're not like other empires. Like, the like Britain and America that are, like, I'm going to go to Indonesia, take their resources, yes. <laughs> ship them back, steps. make them a puppet co- yeah. government. They kind of yeah. just, like, really are themselves, and they kind of just deal with, like, who's on their border or who's attacking them. Mm. I like that. And then I mean, in I war, like, they're just defensive. Yeah. The whole thing is yeah. like every war they win is because someone tries to like get them and they just play defense. They play chess yeah. and then they win. They win wars of attrition. And the only yeah. time they've ever I, really lost is from within. 
Right. You know, it's like from yeah. people shipping in like rebellion re- rebels from the outside to the inside. Yeah. And that's which really people. the only time they've ever fallen, you know, yeah. fell. Which, which, what people, which people? I, I, so how are we, how are we on the, I mean, is that a thing? I mean, I, like, like minerals and uh, precious resources and their uh, yeah. guys, yeah. precious resource yeah. men. Banking, banking individuals. Yeah. Nondescript, nondescript, globalist, nationless, faceless individuals who are not uh, related in any way. Uh, I like to just um, boldly say synagogue of Satan participants. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) The synagogue of Satan. Uh, I'm working on, I've been working on this for a while. I I need to like release it, but you know, um, like the song Men in Black from the movie Men in Black. Yeah. I've been working on a parody called The Men in Hats. <laughs> They're way and too like, small. But yeah, that's my uh that's my president answer. Uh, yeah, that's it's an interesting point, especially the idea of the last one. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I think we're in we're in the fall of the American Empire. I'm just to me there's no way this is not the fall of the American Empire. And we're just like the party's over and no one wants to leave. The lights are on at the club and everyone's like, "But we were having so much fun." And we're clinging to that and we're hoping that the lights turn back off and the party gets back going, but the bar's like, "All right, last call's already happened. Get out. Go home. <laughs> party is over, you know." And everyone is just kind of ignorantly like going through motions or just like clinging to like hope that like maybe the lights will turn back off and the music will start again. Um, hmm. But it's like the Roman yeah, Empire. I, mean, I heard a good yeah. breakdown of this guy was saying, you know, everyone, like if you ask a historian when, like what day did the Roman Empire fall? And you'll get like, if you ask 10 historians, you'll get like eight or nine different answers of different years because yes. they can't really pinpoint it. It was just like a, a 200 year slow decline, like you were saying. And it just kind of kept crumbling and kept falling. And then eventually just like didn't exist. It would like kind of get invaded, kind of not, kind of get, you know, but really what happened was like the Roman empire just became something else. What made it great, what made it what it was slowly just eroded away. And it was like foreigners. I mean, the whole nation that was Rome became a giant collection of like different people and that just wasn't cohesive and it wasn't going to last. And we're in that. Like everything that is what fell, <laughs> what caused the Roman Empire to fall is happening to us or has happened to us. Right. And it's the same thing. We're just seeing it play out. We're just in a modern version of it. You know, painted red, white, and blue, not purple. <laughs> red yeah. and blue, which well, happens I mean, to co- <laughs> make purple. <laughs> wink, wink, coincidence, well, I coincidence. Mean, you know, the, the, the thing is, is that like how much, one thing I think about is like what to... To what extent does belief itself keep it going? Because I don't think that most normies uh, are pretending to, like, keep up the facade. I think they really believe that it is still real. And yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. almost like that with, with, like, a relationship or with, like, a, like, money. Like, the belief itself contributes to it standing for a little bit longer. So, um... It's like, yeah, if you're in a relationship, it's like if you think you're still together, you're still together. Now, you might both be like cheating on each other. And in <laughs> fact, you're not really together. And it's just a matter of time. But if you keep like the lie up 
and you don't really like know it's a lie like you know you're cheating on her she knows she's cheating on you but you don't know that each other are cheating it you can dude you can keep it going for a long time yeah, and i yeah. like so i think that this america as long as like people as long as there's liberal like most of the country is like liberals and conservatives i think this thing will continue because yeah. those two sides i mean we're like whatever we are we're further right than 99 percent of the population and like a commie or some or whatever actual commie is going to be further left than most of the population but this middle they still like believe in this republican yeah. democrat like right so people are sovereign my freedoms man uh <laughs> racism yeah. exists and it's wrong you know type deal i think it can uh sometimes i hope it crashes soon dude i've become an a lot i've become a lot more of like a, a accelerationist bro i don't know about you but sometimes <laughs> i just want I, I will never like make anything happen i will never like advocate for it for like action um but dude it's gotten so clowny um like like i think that most I've, I've thought for a time since since 2020 what happened in 2020 uh that most cops should be stepping down like you know they're enforcing terrible laws and and yeah. also like inner city blacks just like kick them out of their own neighborhood so i would just be like all right double deuce yeah well that is um like i think it is inevitable we're gonna balkanize our country is just too big and too different to just keep this all going to be like one big happy family and like, I mean, half the country wants to just end this anyways. They want to rewrite the, everything that made this country what it is. People want to like rewrite it and stop it and grind it to a halt. And it's just a matter of time before it happens, right? Like you said, like, it's like enough people, as of right now, enough people don't, but there's going to be a breaking point where there's just, why, why, why do we have this? People don't want to adhere to the constitution. They don't want to adhere to this. They Presidents are fake. <laughs> no one likes them. Like, even the ones that are your guy, people still don't like them. There's going to come a time where people are just like, get on out. And it might be states, it might be regions, but, like, I see this country balkanizing. I just hope it's peaceful. And is that, do you think that's, like, too foolish to believe or hope for? Or, like, strive well, for? Do you think it just has to be violent? Because I well, see balkanization yeah, I mean, as inevitable, but for me it's, like, can it be peaceful? I hope so. Or is it just inevitable that it's going to be violent? Because history seems to point that way. I think that I think that up to the that you can take it, you can keep it nonviolent for a surprisingly long amount of time. But at the end of the day, the military, the monopoly on this is where libertarian theory is. They understand a lot. They just don't. I don't think they have any sort of good solutions at all but they do understand that that you know there's a difference between the gun owner and the military it's like we do not have the monopoly on like aggressive force and the military does and so in order for something to balkanize i mean what's going to happen in america is eventually there's going to be some sort of like what what like you get half the they you know the the Southern Republic of Tennessee gets half the guns. And then like, you know, like at a certain point, the military has to take a side, go with someone or like at a certain point, because that's what government kind of is. It's one of the few things that define government. So I don't know, man. Um, I don't think it's foolish to think that, to hope for that. I think that it's, it's, 
but it is impossible that like from a this would be the first time ever that the military like didn't take a side and also didn't fire a shot but i just don't know how it worked because i'm not like a huge brain type i think that can be you being like a big brain like social engineer big picture type i think it's very it's very very hard to remain uh not habitually sinful like all of a sudden i'm like you know like i got my chessboard and it's like i'm gonna move 10 million people here like it, it can flirt with idolatry pretty quick so i don't really i try to not like what would happen if like a constitutional crisis i mean like the closest state for it would be uh florida and he doesn't really have a military so the, like the guys in the military would they move to florida would they side with him would they just like not do their job um so no i don't think it's foolish but i, I think the better word would be like impossible like it's just, it's, yeah it's just so like cool, I, I don't i don't really see how it could ever happen i'm a joyous guy too i don't want violence but yeah. I, I just don't i don't think it's gonna be like militia against militia though it's gonna be like the the people in the military are gonna have to make a decision or they'll be kicked out well i mean you saw this over the last couple of years i mean they kicked out a lot of the right wingers in the military and also de, de facto through the you know the thing that shall not be named um and so i don't know dude uh i just don't want to be there i i, I yeah. yeah i just don't just keep be crushing so, yeah. on the homestead and just don't even worry yeah about it. don't even just, let it affect think, you like just <laughs> you yeah. gotta just get involved in, like i think that the 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 thing to do is just get super bonded up with your local physical in real life church yeah, yeah. and hopefully there's you're in like a really red area like me and hopefully there's some based people uh and you just win it through prayer and you yeah just be smart and you be of god and you have fellowship i think that the, the answer is the local church yeah yeah that is the i mean the the monopoly on force i th it breaks down like every civil war in history is like there was a monopoly on force and then yeah. like enough people mutinied and mm. now there's not <laughs> I mean, yeah. the Civil War, right, was like, there was, like, the United States Army, and then all of a sudden, like, half the country's like, yeah, we're, we're out. And, like, all those people that were in that army just go, like, okay, I'm now in, you know, they took off yeah. blue shirts and put on gray shirts, and they're like, I'm, I'm on yeah. this team now. And it, I think that's kind of what's going to happen. I mean, if, like, the South or, like, Texas secedes, how many people in the military are, that, like, are from those areas are just going to be like, yeah, I'm out. Like, I don't care about these vows anymore. My family, my friends, my whole life is, like, there. <laughs> I'm not going to keep fighting for you guys here against my life, against my family. Like, where I think I belong. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I just think it gets messy. But then what? And then it's but just then a guerrilla warfare, and it's messy, and, yeah. you know. Then you know. what? Yeah, like, yeah. The, then what would happen is, is whatever the previous Monopoly on Force was would have a decision to make. Are you they going to go in and take that territory back? Or are they going to let it slide? If they let it slide, they look weak, which yeah. means, I mean, so, so much of this power thing comes down to like basic, like schoolyard prison gang type shit rather than, rather than uh, like knowing about governments. Like, will they let them leave or not? If they don't, they look weak. People will join them. If they do, they start a war. And, and eventually, I don't know. It's going to be lit, dude. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> it's going to be lit. Like, Literally, um, yeah. <laughs> hopefully that, that there's a secession. Um, I like looking at these maps where people like envision what the future 
the future. Yeah. I like you know, doing those every once in a while. No, yeah, like, so it's, it's fun. I like play, I, I used to play Fallout, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Well, I think too. Like I think in the past, things were so like nations, and we think of things as giant regions. Like, okay, Texas is gonna secede. I don't think it's gonna be as big like that. Like these big giant land swaths. I think it's gonna be like cities versus like cities versus not. I think it's gonna be small little pockets. Like I don't think the map's gonna be very clearly like, okay, let's just carve America up into like five little chunks and we'll just divide up. I really think it's gonna be like dots all over. Like little weird dots and like almost like city states happening. Like, I mean, like Chicago is gonna be a city state surrounded by red. (laughs) You know, like there's some places like that are just gonna be little dots on the map and around it is gonna be like a different country. And that little dot is just not either going to fight or just not be welcomed with the rest of the area. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just going to be messy. I think we're entering an age where things aren't as, like, there's not just, like, giant land swaths that people control. Everything is so, like, interconnected and individual now that wars aren't just going to be, like, these 10 states versus these 10 states. I really think it's just going to be, like, these giant blurry blobs of people fighting and disagreeing and whatever jostling for power and control right. and not being able yeah. to <laughs> get it well, um i will I, I don't disagree with you they definitely are blobs if you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about that there, yeah. definitely gonna be some, definitely got some blobs running around some like all-color multicolor blobs like genderless yeah, yeah. yeah anyway yeah like, yeah i mean that's it, it's, there's a quote i mean it's true like there's no people say red states and blue states but that doesn't exist like every state yeah. is red and every city's blue i mean the yeah. only yeah, there's only like yeah. two red cities i think cheyenne wyoming and some and there's one in i think in 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 idaho but i think every single city is 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 liberal um which and blue look i will say this and right wingers know how to work with their hands better so we just build a wall around every city <laughs> like you know like yeah. like so i don't know yeah. i'm kidding obviously but uh well kind of not i don't know man like i mean like can it be peaceful i mean probably not like yeah. so i mean i just my thing is i just hope that the internet doesn't go out because i want to be reporting on this shit yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like, like, so i hope just ham radio yeah Facts. yeah 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 david hunter said uh could be a potential white army versus red army situation where the regular people are caught in the middle and that's kind of what, really what i see is like almost just this big giant stupid war and people like you and me and just normal people are like dude i got like chickens to feed <laughs> like i'm not doing this I got, i'm going to church on sunday i'm not yeah. joining your stupid little army that i disagree with entirely you know um and i think most war is that anyways i just think you, what we see and hear are these big stories of battles and armies and whatnot and land being conquered and i think the reality like that some pe- some shows like game of thrones kind of would do a good job of showing which is just like it's just like people living in the middle of it some people like don't even know what's going on. They're just like, oh, they're like, whatever. Yeah, there's a war, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me when it's over, and I'll, I'll paint. I'll put the flag. I'll, I'll put the pin on my shirt. And I don't care. You know, mm. all I care about is my family and my church. You know. Yeah. See, I'm not that way. Like, I like I, I think most <laughs> people are not that way either. Like, you would have a like unless it was like the liber- I like like 
leftist libertarians against like centrist liberals um then i like really wouldn't care um but like you would have your leanings like i, I mean i think that you know well like you know on, on the day-to-day -day, if that happened i'll put it this way if if i thought it was in my best interest to like not caring like you said was a matter of survival i would have to disconnect from the internet i would have to not i would have to make a choice to not do it because and just focus on my in real life day-to-day -day because it's like you watch a game you're gonna start rooting for one team or the other like this is just a thing that's true too, like yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this is to be human is to like like if there were you everyone's walking through i guess most people are, are thinking if there's a gun to my head who do i like more and do i like the like hardcore american boomer conservatives uh i don't agree i, I like hanging out with them more like so you know i like hanging out with them more than i like hanging out with progressives and i do think that they believe in god way more than yeah. overt atheists so there, there is a dynamic of if they were to square off i would have my leanings you just not have you have to like just not talk about it because then you never then you get into like snitch territory you get into you know people <laughs> yeah. people watching um the war thing would get very messy very fast as far as like you don't know who to trust um yeah it, it would go down it, it, just like you know um lincoln cringe uh said it, you know it's like it's brother against brother and it like divides every household and that would that would suck because i have some of that in my own life i'm, I'm sure you do uh, to a certain extent as well yeah. where it's like you've you're just like on the all of a sudden i'm like super far right and then my family member is like super far left and it's because we see each other's social media and it that that part really sucks man yeah could it both could it though be like like a super bowl situation you're saying like it's like a sports game like everyone cheers for one side or the other right but it gets out of the Super Bowl and everyone's watching. Like so, like everyone now is participating. Like whether you like it or not, everyone's invested in the Super Bowl. But there's really only like two teams that actually truly care and are invested. And maybe you have some people who are just like I, you know, the Chief. I'm whatever team that's like a, I hate the Chiefs because my team is their rival. But like for the most part, people are just kind of like oh, I'll watch the game. Yeah, I'll cheer for like yeah. the fun ending or I'll cheer for this or that or. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like when the game's over, they're just kind of like, ah, whatever. That was, that was the Super Bowl. And they go on. Yeah. I kind of see that. I mean, it not necessarily has to be that one way or the other, but I think I might might be ignorant too. <laughs> but I see yeah. like war kind of more genuinely like that for most people. Like, yeah, there's definitely factions inside and really people invested in it. And people that just get wrapped up in it, whether they like it or not. Like they're just in the middle of the battlefield and like, you gotta pick sides. <laughs> the, the armies are coming. Which one are you going to support? You know, the other one yeah. will kill you kind of no, thing. I but I think most, like, the big general population might just, like, not care. They might just want to survive and feed their family. And when the dust settles, just be like, yeah, I was totally for the winning team the whole time. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Now, like, just leave me alone and let me work my job and <laughs> get back to feeding yeah. my family kind of thing. Oh, I think it's a little, I mean, we're talking about millions of people here, so it's going to be a little bit of both. It's going to be general in both, both directions. Yeah, yeah, I think that is possible, but it's just, you're talking about so many moving pieces that, yeah. um, I think with, if the, if the internet and the media stays up, people are going to choose a side and, and I don't know about after that. Um, yeah, we're in a pickle, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like this is a weird, this is a weird, yeah, this, 
yeah, the the modern culture in America is is in a really messed up spot. Like, yeah. So, well, like Slip Slip Wuzzle said, um, yeah. if you if you if what you suggest were to happen, the cities won't last a month. Yeah, and I think yeah, mm-hmm. like for sure. The only thing they have is numbers, though. Like that's really the the civil war. Like what happened in this country the last time? What we're talking about the last time it happened? The South won. I mean, in everything, they were smarter. They were more managed. They were they were better funded, better equipped. They knew how to hunt. They knew how to survive on their own. And what the North had was just bodies. They just kept throwing bodies at the battlefield, <laughs> and eventually that wins. Like literally, that just kind of won after a while. And that's kind of like the Soviet Union, too, in World War II. Like, the Nazis totally outmatched them. Like, person to person. I mean, I think the Nazis killed, like, 10 to 1. I mean, it was absurd. But the Soviets just kept throwing bodies, (laughs) you know? And whenever they finally got to a point, like, the Nazis conquered more land than anyone else in history. And then it just reaches a point where, like, they just... you Eventually, you run out of resources because they just have numbers. And yeah, they're like, don't know what they're doing. They're just like peasants that you're like putting a rifle in their hand. But when you just keep having those numbers, you can just keep throwing it. So I kind of do like have that like jerk reaction too of like, dude, if the cities in the country like went to war, like clearly like we could just cut their water off, stop giving them our food. We have all the guns. Clearly we would just dominate and win. But also you'd have like millions and millions and tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people who are now hungry and desperate and angry. (laughs) <laughs> and I think they're coming, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it would be as easy as like, you know, like he said, or like I would kind of first jerk reaction think, but we also don't need to just talk about <laughs> war theories. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, we ain't going to solve the problems of the world, but I mean, I think, like I said, the good default is to get more involved in your like real life, like get chickens. I mean, this is the thing that, you know, we've been has been talked about in our circles for a long time um yeah so we'll see what happens man um yeah. sometimes i want the internet to go down sometimes i don't i love my job but you know it's it, it is a little bit weird like reporting on on like satanism every single day <laughs> um, so i'm trying to do less of that with my show i'm trying to do more yeah. like comedy and music and yeah. i like ma- making fun of stuff but but yeah it's an interesting thought experiment but i i think that like it's just gonna get weirder and weirder until it doesn't but um we humans love to do this big theorizing stuff it's definitely like a guy thing yeah it's definitely a bro Um, thing yeah yeah it's definitely like a bro thing so anyway yeah like what if what if yeah Yeah. Yeah. we kind of you you had a whole stream and you invited me on it and i've posted it on my channel but we had a whole stream talking about christian nationalism oh have your thoughts evolved or changed on that or Um, still pretty much Pro for what is it kind of like what's your take on it? Okay. I care about having Christians in what I I think. Okay. So here's, and I've been interviewed a lot, a lot on this now. So I've kind of like clarified my thoughts a lot. Um, I'm going to say some very obvious statements. I want every person to be Christian. Um, I think government will always exist. Government is run by people. I want those people to be Christian. I don't care if it's a nation. I want my mayor to be Christian. I want, I mean, the father is the governor of the household. Yeah. yeah. He should be Christian. The wife should be Christian. She's like the vice president or whatever. Um, and I think that it's all, it should all just be Christian. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not like a, I don't want a, the, a theocracy in that the 
that I do want a separation of church and state. I believe in the local church, but I think that the top of everything should be Christian. And I probably will not vote. I'm not really big on voting. I think voting is like super gay. Um, but if I were to vote, I would vote for a Christian. So at any, any level, I'm a Christian. I care more about Christian officials than I do about the nation. Then like God ordains the nations. Like God causes the great powers to rise and fall. Not, you know, whether there's, I mean, you could have every single person be a Democrat on the planet. And if God didn't want a democracy, there wouldn't be a democracy. He He causes great powers to shift all the time. So no, I just care about Christian government. I still am a Christian nationalist. Um, or, I mean, like I'm more of a monarchist. I mean, I know we agree on this, that I would like a king. I want a Christian king. Yeah. Um, but Based. even if the people aren't Christian, <laughs> yeah, even if the people aren't Christian, I want there to be Christian laws. So I don't know what that you call, like, you know, if you ask me if I'm a Christian nationalist, I would say it depends on like what you mean. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's one label that I will like own. Yeah, Christian nationalist, Christian monarchist. Um, yeah, I mean, but I just don't want, I don't want the type of situation where the, um, there's like a centralized church. I don't believe a centralized church is biblical. Yeah. I think, I mean, if you look at how the, the New Testament is written, it's written to local churches. Um, and I don't think that the, the sovereign of the state should be the leader of the church. I think that's how you get like the church of England or, or the Vatican or, um, even though he's not a political, I mean, he is, it is a political position, but he's not like the sovereign of the Vatican city. And he is like, in, at least in name. Um, I don't even know how the Vatican is really run on a government. I actually level, do think I he it's is. Not run. I think you're I think wrong about is. that. I think he is technically like the king of the city state called the Vatican. Really? Craig, I might be wrong. And I'm pretty sure they have their own army, which is like the Swiss National Guard or the Swiss army or something. There is some weird thing not, where, like, technically yeah. the Vatican is, like, a city-state, and the head of state oh. is the Pope. Oh. And I that was, the only reason situation. I heard about that is because it was, like, when they when the Pope stepped down and the other one took over, there was, like, a weird thing where it was, like, can that head of state, like, the Pope can, the religious organization Pope can step down and another one can take over, but can the head of state, yeah. because, like, I think the head of state position was supposed to be for life. And I might be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I might be wrong. I yeah, literally so. like heard this on the internet, so <laughs> I'm probably yeah. wrong, but that's what I've heard um, at least. Yeah, I mean, so I don't. I'm not in favor of that. I'm not in favor of of, of the the sovereign of the government being part of the church. I think the, I believe in the local biblical church. Um, that's what I am. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I almost, I almost would want it to be a little less local than it is right now. Like for instance, I mean. Paul in his epistles and John in, Revel- in Revelation wrote letters to the churches of regions, not to individual buildings. So if you were to yeah. write it to my area, it would be like Johnson City or, or whatever right? in the smaller town I live in. Um, so I think that we need to function as a geographical body more. Um, that is another that's another podcast. I mean, like that is going to be that's very difficult to do because of all factionalism. Uh, just people changed the carpet color 10 years ago and there was an exodus from a church and it's like not even about what the bible says 
Um, but I would like to move towards that as far as uh, a religious movement is to have it be have it be regional rather than super local, like local regions. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Christian, Christian. Everyone should be Christian, and that includes government. <laughs> and I'm not an anarchist. Yeah. If I was an anarchist, then I would be just I, w- I would stop it at everyone should be Christian. But I, but government's not going away. Um, God said it's not going away in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, it didn't say it in so many words, but you outlined a role of government. The and I got want my government officials to be basically observing what it says in Exodus and Deuteronomy, where they're supposed to meditate on the law of the Lord every day, and appoint wise men to. Because he can't handle the whole load himself, you have to appoint appoint wise, God fearing men that know the law of the Lord, and that that's that's where I want. So if that ends up being a nation, that means we won big, because that's the biggest form of yeah. government we can have, you know. But but I don't think we are, man. I think it's gonna, it's gonna be local, <laughs> and um, I don't know. It's weird. I was hardcore for Trump like three or now nah, like six months ago. And now I cannot <laughs> imagine yeah. supporting anyone other than Kanye West. Yeah. Um, I could not imagine supporting Trump now. Um, he's so, it's like so, it's gotten so bad, dude. Yeah, it's um, so, it's so, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, rough. it's rough with like the people who still are just idolizing him. And uh, I didn't end up doing it. Someone wanted me to like do like a stream where I watched his reannouncement or whatever, yeah. and then watched Yay on Alex Jones and give my like first take thoughts. I didn't end up doing it like on a stream. I kind of just don't like doing those reaction videos, but I did yeah. watch both of them. And I get why this like guy wanted me to do that was because Trump didn't say anything about God or morality or Jesus. The gospel wasn't mentioned at all. The whole thing was economic and foreign policy. It was a physical man talking about how great he was, how horrible the other guy is, how I'm going to make your lives richer and more prosperous and safer. Safety and stuff, you know? It was just Satan slithering out, you know? The whole thing was just so satanic, you know? Live better now, prosperity gospel stuff kind of. And then like Kanye, I mean, for everything you could criticize with him, you know, I see a guy, I see a guy who wants to be a Christian but is still weak in his faith, right? He needs to be reading more, he needs to be studying more, being poured into more. Um, he needs more iron to sharpen the iron. But what you have is a man boldly proclaim, pro- proclaiming the gospel in front of millions of people, yeah. and it's like, yeah, dude, if I'm going to elect a president, I literally would pick Kanye over Trump. I would pick a man who's sitting there boldly quoting the Bible, boldly proclaiming Jesus Christ, and adhering, at least trying, to be a Christian. <laughs> and it doing so it publicly refreshing. without like yeah. being willing to take the slings and arrows that come with it. And so honestly, at this point, like I'll just take any Christian, literally insert a Christian, like an actual real Jesus fearing, Jesus serving Christian. And I will vote for that man. <laughs> and it's yeah. like insert Paul Washer, you know, there's any like cool preacher or something, or just like a guy, just like a man who's like, I'm just a father. I've been a Christian my whole life. My family's Christian. Vote no. for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be yeah, like, base, be... dude. I don't know. Jeff Richards? <laughs> Never heard of you before? Like, no one's really heard of you before? I, would, I wouldn't you're, care you're, as you're long not my as vote, guy you know? that, like, that proclaims. Like, it, that's why it's, like, it's so refreshing to see Kanye, dude. Like, yeah. and um, I don't care. Uh, 
it's like he did say some crazy stuff, most of which I agree with. But either way, I mean, like, it's like, like you know, I just to see him say the name of Jesus. That's another thing I've woken up to. It's like, dude, any person can say God. Okay. Yeah. Not oh, yeah. every person can say the name Jesus. Yeah, are you Christ. capitalizing that G when you say it? Or is it? Bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or is yeah, it a lowercase so, G? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yay or bust. I mean, if it's not yay, then I mean, I don't know, man. I, like, then we get into the situation we talked about earlier where it's like, what happens? It just becomes gayer or there's a secession. Yeah. I think it gets gayer. I think we got a lot of gay left in us. <laughs> a lot. Like, more than a decade, bro. Yeah, it's, it's clip that quote gay. that take that yeah. out of context <laughs> but yeah um for sure i mean yeah yay was very uh very inspiring uh seeing him name the nose seeing him say jesus christ uh but yeah i mean i hope it happens i mean god god's in charge man but god also like not also part of god being in charge is like you read the old testament it's like he brought the hammer down when there was an unrepentant nation and we are definitely that so we just gotta repent and uh convince others to as well and proclaim the word and shore up our spiritual defenses um sometimes actual defenses but i just think that the spiritual warfare thing is so real um we've had some experiences at my church with like they like casting out demons and stuff like that not out of people but like they thought that there was that the that our church was under demonic influence for a very long time and i've just seen it actually happen in real life now and i think that spiritual battle man is 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 huge and it starts with confessing repenting of your own sin and then convincing other people to do the same it's almost that's like the one of the only tangible things we can do other than like start a youtube channel but on your youtube channel you should be also doing that uh so it's just spiritual stuff man i that's that's more and more i go through my walk at my christian and my, my local church it's, i that's think that's the best thing one could do is pray read the bible and like i guess from there watch just watch the show dude because it's pretty entertaining yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why i love you and what you do because it's like like you said like you just you're just like watching and commenting on like satanism yeah. but why not laugh at it why not mock it? Point at it, expose it for what it is, criticize it, and mock it and laugh at it. And who else is doing that? Like, there's a very there's a very short list. Everyone else who's doing that is going, be scared, be scared, be afraid, get angry, react, re- you know, do something about it. Go. <laughs> and it's like, okay, a, a good job. You're pointing out the problem, but your solution is insane. It's so unbiblical. It's exactly the opposite of what we should be doing. And you're like mocking it and not, and then like, yeah, what we should be doing is like homesteading and like, like building and growing our local church, like the, the yeah. solution, the actual real true solution. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's just, it is a fun show. Why not laugh at it and mock it and also spread awareness along the way, you know, because there are some people that are like on that border of like, well, what, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> what is and, going on? Yeah. And if, if they start asking questions and they go down like the you know, the conspiracy rabbit holes that we went down like 10 years ago, they end up in like fear and despair and anger. And it's like guys like you and I who've like gone through that and made those mistakes can actually kind of like, let me help you out. Let me, yeah. <laughs> let me, uh, you know, I have some guys like that too that are like, they know me as the conspiracy guy. So when they start to have questions, they come to me and I'm like, 
Okay, let me, you know, what do you think about, there's this guy, uh, Tim Pool. what do you think about him? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're just, I get it, you're new, you're scratching the surface. Let me, like, let me, like, jumpstart you, let me skip you some a few levels here, yeah. let me upgrade you real quick, give you the cheat codes to, <laughs> yeah. to the yeah. game, and uh, have you skip some of the, the, the stuff that we all had to go through to get where we are now, you know? And you'll you'll miss out on all the stuff that leads you astray. Um, yeah, sure. so true. And like I was talking on my show today, actually, how you know I do want to grow my following a little bit, but I don't like. I usually have between like like fifteen and twenty five people watching, maybe thirty sometimes. And I would like to grow it to like fifty or sixty, but I don't want it to get to a hundred. I definitely don't want to get to like two hundred people at the same time because yeah. I was making this. You know, I was. Um, we were talking about this drama with like Ethan Ralph and his wife's dad hates the family. He stole like a $2,000 championship, like wrestling belt from them. And now they're like doxing each other. And here we are. And there's people that are, no that are normal people that haven't even heard of like Ron DeSantis before, let alone Ethan <laughs> Ralph, let alone yeah. Stephen Ignoramus. And, and DeSantis is like famous. And I'm just saying, I'm just like, we're in like the ISIS. You know how like you, there's these things where like they zoom in on the planet, then they zoom in on like a country, then it goes into like an animal and then like into the cell, then into the core, into the atom, into the quark. But then inside the quark, there's like a whole another universe. Then there's a planet and there's, it keeps like going in. And I'm saying like, we're like, I'm like so far outside of all of it. And I'm insulated. I have a music career. I don't have really any stat. I've been like doing more, like going after people online, just like the like, casual talking smack and like calling people out, tagging them in tweets. And I just love being on like that, that observation deck of like, people are like caught up in like what, Rihanna wore at the Super Bowl. Then there's people observing those people. Then there's observing and all the way yeah. back to a guy like Ethan Ralph. And then I'm observing that drama. And yeah. I'm just so like <laughs> above it all. But not me, not in terms of better, like literally like above it in terms of proximity. And we're just like looking down on it, laughing and and worshiping God. Um and I like that position that I'm in. Uh, yeah. you're just so outside of the whole thing. And it's, it's actually pretty beautiful. Cause we have a nice little cult going on. Uh, we, we got people that show up every, every yeah. you know, they're in the chat right now. Yeah, welcome Colt. welcome and, to my chat. Yeah. <laughs> Ignorance, yeah. Um, do you know, uh, do you know, like, you know how for like, like black criminals in the city, they'll have like these euphemisms, like, like urban teens attack <laughs> rather than saying like black criminals and say like urban teens or like troubled youths disadvantaged attacks women creep hmm. there was one where they there was this like fake shootout in the ghetto and the the headline was literally it said lunchtime rowdies <laughs> they said lunchtime what? rowdies like trouble local women and now that's what i call my my, my that watch me live called the lunchtime rowdies but i like i saw this headline i was like that's a headline no, made for you that's that dude everything... i was like no freaking way it said lunchtime rowdies bother local woman i'm like and they're just all like black kids with their like pants down to their ankles i'm like Dude, is... yeah anyway good cult the best cult yeah the funniest cult yeah the best. <laughs> and like demon hunter says jesus christ is our only king yay west is our only kang 
Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, yay or nay. I love that. Yay or nay. That's good. That, that would literally be a should good... be his shirt, is yay that or nay. Be... <laughs> yay, yay or nay 24. Yeah. Fuentes as, as yay's VP. Who would yeah. you, who would you want not... as VP? He's, well, I, Fuentes, but he's not 35, so. Um, Can yeah, you be you VP? No, no, because if if you're if you're VP, you have to be able to become president because, if he yeah. dies. So now you have to be 35 to run for for VP. Um, Vincent James, you know him, Red Elephants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he would be my VP. Yep. Yep. Ethan Ralph is so not healthy, bro. Bro. Corey Cole. We, sh- <laughs> we showed him. We showed a picture of him shirtless, and it looked like. I don't even know. It's like looked like some alien. <laughs> I, it was. I'm, I was like, dude, that's some other shit that I've just never even thought of before. Like, I didn't like think of a person could look like that. Um, it's so bad, dude. I like Corey Colt. That's got a nice little ring to it. That's got a nice like uh, trademark at the end, like a nice little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was gonna ask you. I mean, obviously, you've you've proven it and shown it so far. But uh, as Christians, do we need to be offensive? Um, as yeah. in offended, offensive, not like on the offense. Yeah, I I think that um, if you want a one word answer, yes. Um, but there is a little bit of like there is an element of this like edgy boy thing that is sinful. Um, yeah. Uh, Jesus was offensive not because he was offensive. He was offensive because the truth is offensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, y- yes, I mean, you're going to offend people. Um, and I think that you should be bold uh, about just saying the truth. Um, but I think there's a lot. There's a big thing on the right wing. But it's mostly with people that aren't strong in their faith. They're, they're, they fed posts. They LARP and say things that are either not true. They're, they're, they're just trying to be edgy boys. And I think that that is bad. Um, and it's... It's bad not because it's offensive. It's because it's not really that true, and it's not kind. I mean, kindness is biblical. Um, mercy is biblical. Forgiveness is biblical. We can't forget these things. That's why that's very much like part of you can't. You have to keep. You got to spend more time in the scripture than you do online, because th- these things you can't forget what like God's love is. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's a difference between. Um, like a slur that is not really an insult and someone and like just using using um like name calling I, I hate to use that word but like name calling for the sake of name calling i think is uh is not good it's better to be like offensive in your arguments and like have yeah. be just be very just cut to the cut to the truth of the matter and quote god's word or um be funny with the truth in mind so yes but not, I mean, if you go on like 4chan, like this is my man, I mean, I'm a huge Fuentes fan. I, I watch every one of Fuentes' streams, but there is a behavior pattern that the Groypers do that is not good at all. It's just straight up sinful. Yeah. Um, and that's not, that's not good. It's not Christian. Yeah, that's what, you know, I did a stream on this and I've been talking about this just in my personal life too with like my boys, you know? Like we gotta be more offensive, but for the right reasons. Like yeah. righteously offensive, like in love with truth, yeah. you know? And it's like, you don't go out of your way either. But just when the opportunities arise, like we need to stop like shying away. We need, especially as men, we need to stop being like feminine and cowardly 
and risk adversive. Like everything that's not manly, we are. Like in general, maybe, you know, me and you, maybe not these individual yeah, yeah, levels, yep. but like just Christians in general in America, like we're so soft and weak and effeminate. And it is to the point of like being sinful because we're running away from the truth. And like, yeah, Jesus was super offensive, like crazy offensive. <laughs> and all of it was in pure love, like the absolute truth, like in love, he's the embodiment of truth and logos, right? And, you know, people like to point, you know, in arguments or whatever, bring up, well, Jesus ate with uh, sinners and tax collectors oh, and they love prostitutes. And, oh, oh, they love that one. He was just yeah. best friends with a prostitute named Mary Magdalene, right? And it's like, yeah, he did break bread with these people. And I wonder how offensive that conversation was. You know, <laughs> was he doing it because he was like complimenting them on their hard work and what a good job they were doing? Or was he correcting their behavior? Was he telling them truths that were like hard to hard to take? You know, like that was a very offensive conversation, but with absolute truth and love, which actually sets them free from the bondage of sin they're in. You know, it's for the right reasons. It's in the right place in the right way. So yeah, it's like, I think we need to like, and I, I struggle with this. I get wrapped up in being funny and <laughs> responding. You know, when someone's being something, it's easy for me to like still have that urge to just respond with what they're, the tone they're in, you know? And so I'm still working on it too and correcting myself and I make mistakes, but we still do need to be like boldly offensive, but for the right reasons, not for like self-serving reasons, you know? Right. Yeah. I used to have a comedy and, podcast called That's Offensive. Like, <laughs> and yeah. the point was like, I'm going to be, it's funny. I'm going to be offensive and laugh and get laughs and laugh myself, you know? And looking yeah, back, it's I, like what you're saying. It's like just so wrong and for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, and, and I, I think that it's like you have to do it for the right reasons, but also you have to uh, uh, do it in the right way. I mean, if you think about it, it's like, I can be doing something for the glory of God, but if you're not doing it in a way that pleases God, um, that's also not good. I mean, you could be, I mean, people have murdered in the name of God. It's still murder. And he, I think he probably has a bigger problem than, with that than, than any, than, than doing it in the name of self. Cause you're, that's like straight up blasphemy through action. Um, you're dishonoring God, even though you're doing it with the right intentions and the right reason, you're not doing the action that he, that pleases God. Um, so what I see from the right wing online is more of like, you have the, the reason you're doing it and the action. I think most of the people acting in our sphere, uh, are doing it for the right reason, but they're not taking into account, like how to be Christ-like or how to like act with like, I, like how to act with kindness. Look, I have to work on this a ton, but not as much as a lot of people on the right. Like I'm actually a, a lot kinder than a lot of these like younger people that just lash yeah. out. I try to not lash out. And when I do, I try to go hard at the argument, not at the person, um, even though you should sometimes, but it, it's, you know, they will get what you're saying about them. If you make it about the argument and the action. They'll know what you're saying about you, you. You don't have to like. You could just be like that person's acting devilish. Everyone knows you're calling them a devil. Not that calling someone a devil. That's not even an example of of. That's not even wrong. Um, but I'm trying to like. You're acting like like a queer rather than well even but even calling someone a queer. I'm trying. I don't know what the hypothetical is, but they, they just they just cross a line, especially when it gets into like 
saying things like kill yourself and like fed posting and like when he gets in this like violent realm i think that's sinful and that ha you see that all the time um yeah. people you know people on their like 50th twitter account and because they just keep telling people to like that they're, they're gonna string up who i don't even want a fed post on your channel because i'm not a fed poster <laughs> i just like i yeah. see it all the time and i think that it, it does get sinful it's got to have the reason and it's got to be close enough to christ-like without you know we'll never be fully christ-like but we should be trying that's my point yeah oh yeah that's yeah, awesome yeah, there was a um, last guest I had runs a cool channel on Instagram called Stoic Christian. And he posts awesome little like, biblical things, kind of like righteously masculine things. But one of the topics he was been posting about and that we talked about was um, not only like meek, not weak. If the concept of meekness, how people run with that being like, oh, just be weak and effeminate. And yeah. <laughs> obviously yeah. that's, you know, it, it doesn't take a genius to understand that's not what that means, you know. Yeah. And I won't bore you because you obviously know. My fans know if they're watching my streams because I've been talking about it. But he also brought up like, um, and I don't remember exactly the word, but Paul says basically the word effeminate. So he, he lists a bunch of things like if men are like this, 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 and this, they will not enter the kingdom of heaven. And one of those words is like effeminate. And it doesn't necessarily mean like gay. <laughs> I mean, it does, but like, I mean, yes, fact, but like that word though, what it means, yeah, yes. <laughs> but what it means is more like, um, the, the phrase, I guess the, the correct translation was more like voluptuous or like a man who's not in control of his urges. Mm. And that really does describe these like effeminate men, like a masculine man in the true sense, in the, in the biblical sense is a man that's like in control. Yeah. He's, he's bold, he's confident, he takes risks for the right reasons, he's in control. That's what meek, you know, translates to gentle. It's the same thing. Like, if you're being gentle, it's you are strong and you're not choosing to be powerful in situations. Yeah. Like, you are being controlled. Yeah, you're in control of your strength. And so, like, the effeminate thing is, like, you're in control of your urges. And so me, like, we were talking about off stream, I've talked about my streams, like, I got fat over the last, like, year and a half. I kind of would like work out and not and work out and not. And then at the end of the day, like I'm fat. And it's like, at the end of the day, I can't just keep making excuses and have people tell me like, it's okay. You're not that bad. You know, actually what I need people to tell me is like, bro, you're like not in control. You need to get in control. Like clearly you need to make changes in your life. And what you're doing is leading you astray. This isn't okay. <laughs> you know? Yep. And that's part of it. Yeah. Like that is like I was being effeminate. I was like wanting pleasure. I was stuffing my face and not working out hard enough, you know? And so the correct answer is like get on with correcting it. Get on with becoming man. Like I'm the man God made you to be, righteously masculine. Yeah. Um so true, dude. It's very yeah, so true, very convicting. Yeah, because I mean it's uh yeah, I'm fat, <laughs> you know, people know it. Um, you know, and I remember I watched Fats, that video of yours night. and I was just like, Yeah. And I just think that that is uh and we I think we talked yeah, we talked about this off air too, where it's like you go to these these churches, my church. I mean probably yours too, where it's like that is an uh, very uh, underlooked or I guess overlooked, I don't know what where like you know we're supposed to be respecting you know this is not our body it says in first corinthians our body does not belong to us um and we need to you know i think that it's pretty clear about you know 
the the sex thing is oh is oh at, at good churches is openly condemned um all kinds of things are open openly condemned but i think that gluttony and not taking care of your temple is very overlooked and uh um it, it, like you said it comes down to like controlling your urges man um and i think i think that too we can't control our urges god can yeah you know Absolutely. god can like it's like why you got to be prayed up and you got to be taking every thought into captivity it says that in the bible too um but we it's hard enough to control your urges when you are a christian if you if you're not a christian if you don't have a relationship with god then it's it's dang near impossible yeah. um but yeah i think but like it's like having accountability in one's life and I find it to be very, I find it to, I don't know if this is true about you. I find it to be, I find it to be very hard to have accountability on the internet. Like you need like in-person yeah. accountability, yeah. like in the flesh, you know, like either meet it up It helps or, on the internet, but it's not yeah. the best. Like it's, it's not definitely the best, better in person, man. yeah. Yeah. In real life. So yeah, it's, it's, so again, getting like super involved at your local church. I think my mom is, is thinking about like starting like a health group, like a, you know, a walk like weekly walks or twice a week walks at her church because this is very um very common in the south i mean it's common all over but it, like southern baptist it, yeah. which which is the church i go to is it's very common dude so you know like i said we're, we're, me and you are in pretty good shape i mean even though we're not like we're, we're <laughs> like as health goes we're not but as like you know yeah. bible belt you know local church people are actually and that's that's not a good thing that's just a comment on like everyone's you know it's like being the smartest retard or whatever <laughs> you'll still get a trophy but is it nice <laughs> yeah yeah and then i mean just the reason i brought that up too is like it's not even just gluttony but it's like and like you said like the churches do a really good job of talking about some sins but they don't talk about debt usury they don't talk about Bruh. they don't i mean they don't talk about being offensive they're shying away from that because that'll lead people away from the pews you know that's not a seeker friendly approach but there are some stuff that like we as christians need to be more bold and we need our church leaders to be more like advocate more and push us more, challenge us more. You know, like my, one of my Bible study groups has been all about like this year, like getting into like spiritual disciplines, fasting, praying, right. reading, do the thing, like push yourself, challenge yourself to do these things, not just faith alone, but like the works that must follow. Right. And no one, I don't hear that in churches. I, I listen to sermons all day from different churches all over famous pastors, base pastors, quote unquote, <laughs> no one's really telling you to like really push yourself to go fast. Mm. It's like, yeah, I mean, they kind of will, may, might bring it up as some good advice, but there's no real, like, like you said, actual accountability or like really pushing people and motivating people to like take action. Yeah. It's really just feel good. <laughs> it's words. Yeah. It's thoughts, you know, which is good. It's better than nothing. But at the end of the day, like we need to be, doing these things we need to be participating in spiritual disciplines not just going through motions not just thinking and praying only you know yeah and that overall yeah. contributes to your faith walk if you are doing these things your faith walk is going to be better and smoother and stronger you're going to progress more like quicker 
and, and in the right direction, you know? Um, and if you're not doing those things, good luck. It might work. <laughs> you might be good Shit. enough to do that, but no, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you aren't like, dude, like I have a problem with gluttony. I'm going to, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to have people hold me accountable. I'm going to confess. I'm going to seek advice from elders. Like I'm going to take action on this thing. That's like plaguing me. And I real, realize it's a problem, you know, good luck. <laughs> like you said, there's one person who will set you free and you still have to do it when you're set free. You still have to do the work necessary afterwards. Mm. And we're just not in various ways. Like, yeah, well, I mean, one thing I will say is that one of the reasons, you know, I was, I went church hunting, um, you know, uh, a year ago, I've been at my church for a year. So the four months before that I went hardcore church hunting, um, and went to about 12. Well, I mean, I, I watched like 20 different local churches services online. I went to in person to, I think about 10 of them. And I kind of had two main criteria that would get me in the door that would get me to come like a second or third time. Number one, I wanted my, the pastor to preach uh, verse by verse, uh, expository preaching. And uh, number two, I wanted uh, the pastor to be tough in the way that you're talking about. And the pastor of my church, you'll meet him when you come to town. This guy gets what you're talking about right there. That the toughness thing, the staying like, so, I, you know, he, you know, he does say some things that maybe we would disagree with, but I can guarantee he doesn't say it to keep meat in the seats. Um, Cause he's had like five mutinies at the church trying Which to get respect. him kicked out. Over, dude, respect, that's yeah. why I stayed. I was yeah. like real. I was like, I'm definitely staying. And when there's been a couple times when a local pastor will write like some soy op-ed in the in in the local paper about like how like homosexuality is not the big of a deal, and he'll he he's wrote responses and he's like beef all over town, and I love that. Um, so it's out there. I just think that yeah, it's out there. And um, you know, have you heard of this guy uh, Reagan Rose before? Have you heard of this this YouTuber? No, I, I was I know Larkin Rose, but not that's probably yeah, not. Nah, <laughs> Reagan Rose, and I just discovered this channel about a month ago, and it's really cool because um, it talks about it's it's like practical. What's it called? Um, redeeming productivity. That's what it's called. Reagan Rose redeeming productivity. I'll send you it, and it's all about like getting your habits. It's like, you know, it's like productivity bros that you see online, but all from a biblical Christian perspective. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. It's it's like actionable tips and he has got he's got playlists and podcasts about how to like you said do the things. It's it's all like so everything's so like heavy and feelings based and a lot of the stuff is like men at a certain to a certain point need to be kind of like told what to do in that like you said your friends instead of being like it's okay they should have been like dude you, you're out of control and you're fat yeah dude's been calling each other fat for yeah. millennia dude yeah. we can handle <laughs> we, we call fat a little bit so yeah. like men young men yeah. need to be kind of be told what to do by people they trust i mean i'm not big i don't really take my days of get, taking like unsolicited advice from people in the live chat on the internet are done. I I've I talk about this all the time. Like just don't don't tell me what to do. If you want if you want to be my friend, send me a DM and say say like I I noticed this, which happens. All, yeah. That's what accountability is. But we need a tribe, dude. We need a tribe, and it needs to be Christian. And like and I just don't think it's gonna work without a Christian 
a, a, an actual Christian. If you try talking this stuff with a non-Christian, um, it kind of doesn't, they're going to be into the pagan, like pickup culture before you know yeah. it. It's yeah. like the, 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 like these Andrew Tate types. I mean, they, they're yeah. like, you know, they say, say some decent stuff, but it's really all about like having sex with like, why are we doing these things? So we, so we can have sex with the most women and own right. the most things. That's yeah. not going to work for a feel Christian. good. So I can feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. um, they're out there, man. There's, there's men out there that are, that are aware of this stuff and they're, we're trying to bring it back. Um, it's just that, yeah, it's, it's a lot of it's feminism really got to the church in such a big way. It's yeah. all about loving G the, the love Jesus's love, but it's not talking about Jesus, all the other things that Jesus clearly was and is, you know? So, um, I don't know. I don't know what your what what whether that's a problem with your church or whatever, but it's it's no, yeah, not really. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, my church is pretty biblically sound. They're a little yeah, soft good. and gentle at times, but like not anywhere close to bad. Yeah, good, good um, man, love it. Yeah, but it's um, yeah, my I, I think I've told you this. I'm pretty sure I have. Like, the, I, I use this phrase a lot: righteous masculinity. And it's a very deliberate two part thing. Every man needs to be righteous first and foremost, and then masculine. Like, and both are necessary. And I really feel like everywhere I go, it's one or the other. Or it's 95% one and a little bit of the other. And I really notice like a person like you. I'm like, this is a righteously masculine man. You just feel cool. it. It oozes oh, out of what you, you do buddy. and say. You know, I'm like meeting you in person. You're like, you can tell. It's not just... Oh. fake <laughs> it's not just a persona you know wow but i get this Thank like i get i listen to all these sermons and it's just like man these people get it they're righteous and some of it's like you learn and you get inspired and like you do yeah. it's great like yes i'm not knocking that <laughs> but where's the masculinity it's not there it's so effeminate and weak and no action being taken you know no pushing like you said like that productivity part and then there's the flip side. So then you then you find the podcasts that are real masculine, and it's like eat steak, lift weights, pick up chicks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like okay, like same thing. It's like dude, there's good things to learn from these people. Like I do listen, and there's some that kind of talk about being moral, but maybe it's not really pointing to the gospel, to like the truth, mm. the firm foundation. It's like yeah, just kind of be a good guy too, or seek to be a good guy. But really, like you said, eventually it just kind of leads to like, why are we doing this? Why are you being real masculine and macho and alpha? It's to feel good. It's to pleasure yourself. Yeah. You know, there's no actual meaning behind what you're doing. You need both. Yeah. And those people really stand out. There's this one pastor I listened to. His name is Russell Johnson out of Seattle. And he's a little soft, but like he's righteously masculine. Like he is both and he preaches both. Paul Washer's another one. Like there's some guys that really stand out where like, even if you disagree with some stuff or you didn't like something he did or whatever, it's like at the end of the day, are you righteous and are you masculine? And if you can check both those boxes, I can put up with your little disagreements or a thing you said in the past. Or if I kind of have some questions or doubts about some things, um, but yeah, it's a plague. It really is tough to like, and I feel like throughout the day I'm like picking, I'm like listening to a sermon that's righteous. Then I'm listening to a podcast that's masculine and having I to see, like discern yeah and try to like pick what's good out of each one but it's hard to find both at the same time and yeah i mean yeah. it sounds like you're pre your preacher and the, the reagan rose Re reagan rose reagan rose reagan yeah like reagan, rose. reagan yeah he's i would say he's a little bit more on like the 
righteous than the, he you know it's like this thing i mean you know i i i don't want to get too judgmental or whatever but i've just noticed that like um like do you know who uh like uh elijah schaefer is slightly offensive yeah 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 so like he's one of those elijah schaefer is one of these people that he he talks cool about cool stuff he's fairly masculine but his voice is just so high and it's like a little bit lispy <laughs> and that's the thing yeah. that i've noticed with a lot of guys so this reagan rose is a little, little bit like uptick at the end of their sentences a little bit yeah and <laughs> i just don't <laughs> like i'm asking a question like i'm not sure I, of what yeah, i mean there's a little and bit what i'm that, saying that. yeah, um, <laughs> yeah but with with reagan rose he makes up for it by just being like incredibly practical and he's just yeah. like he's always like why do we do this it's for the glory of god like you know why would you exercise and it's like okay you're gonna feel good but like why do you want to feel good it's because you're trying to glorify god in all things and that is i'll take a little bit of like the effeminate upspeak if if it's just if you're pointing it back to god then i'm i'm not gonna like tune it out because you know that's like we said about uh like kanye west like he is always trying to return it to god like and that's that's cool i mean I, I as long as that's the case it's fine um but yeah i mean the pastor of my church, this guy really gets it. He's like equal parts righteous, equal parts masculine. This guy is the man. Um, I told him a couple times that I was like, dude, you need to be our, like, you need to be like the king of the town. Like, he's like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, like we, need, we need a king. Like, he, he thinks we really like each other. We do discipleship meetings, and, but he thinks yeah. I'm a little crazy. I, I might be. I mean, I am a little, I'm like, I'm like, listen, man, I'm like super online. I, I'm like extremely on the internet and not many people are like that around here. So I'm just like, you know, to be on the internet like we are, we're kind of like 10 to 15 years further down the argument train than most people. Most people yeah. are just like, yeah, like the constitution's imperfect, but it's the best we got. And, yeah. you know, and we're like, dude, rip it up, you know, tear it to shreds, make me a king. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, but the cool thing about finding a guy like that, it does ripple out. Um, it, it does ripple out so quick. And I just think that we have to find men like that and we have to be men like that. And we have to just like, one thing that did help me is I, you know, I, I want to get married. Um, I hope I get married. I hope I have kids. Um, I do, I'm a man. So I have like sexual desires that I need to check a lot, but you know, I made an active decision to like, not like, if I like to not simp and not have my like opinions shaped by simping. And when it does happen to like instantly repent because these women are like, it, it's, it's not, I mean, it's like the, the catalyst is the women, but it's really the men that shape their beliefs yeah. out of the simp attitude. I was the like, men who no. failed them, dude. In the past, it's like, like men that, have failed them in the past. And like, we're looking yeah. at the result of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I just think that, like, you have to, it's hard, but you have to, like, stand up in the face of, like, a pretty girl that you're attracted to and just tell her the truth. Yeah. And she's, like, most of the, it's so far down the feminine, feminism train that it used to be, like, girls would like that because, and some do because they like getting told what to do and stuff like that, but now a lot of them don't. A lot of them, like, that straight up just means that you don't have a chance with them or they're gonna like go to their friend circle and talk crap about you. And you have to be fine with all of it. Yeah. You gotta be fine with 100% of it. You gotta be fine like 
just like dying celibate, dying without getting married. And guess what? You know, so did the Apostle Paul. And <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yeah, and, it, it, yeah. and if that happens, like if you're seeking the kingdom of God and if it's in his will to give you a wife, then that is awesome. But also many, you know, these, these men that like went to war at age 17 and died in the trenches, they also, and they also died probably a virgin, probably never getting married. And it was, it was what happened. And we're not in the trenches, but we do have a, a job to do as Christians. And when I made that decision, a couple, like about, I guess about a, a year and a half ago, um, you know, that made it a little bit easier because you're just like, nope, you know, don't simp. And the truth is the truth, even if like the your future wife doesn't become your wife because of that. I mean, the truth is way more important. So, yeah. Yeah, I think surface level, that's right. But also like I can tell like when I'm like pretty bold and confident, I can tell women like it. Yeah. And they might like yeah. even go behind your back and talk crap or kind of like act real. Yeah. But then like. I can tell. <laughs> you can tell. If you're a true, authentic man, you stand out. Even if they're like, yeah. oh, you're crazy, you're mean, you're hateful. You stand out yeah. in this day and age. You know what I mean? Like, it's undeniable. Yeah. Um, and I had a really good point, but I lost it. That was all, <laughs> that was all amazing. You. That's very, it's very soy. Forgetting, forgetting, forgetting yeah. Soy. What a beta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a beta move. Beta, beta memory. <laughs> This is such no, a good comment. Yeah. Uh, Life to the Max says the wages of simp are <laughs> No, okay. What I was going to say is, yeah, the singleness is there's freedom in that. And God oh, does yeah. call people to be single, whether you like it or not. Like he needs you yeah. to do stuff. And if you had a wife and kids, it would hold you back from what he needs you to do. And the hardest thing is, like you said, like as a man who wants to be married, I want like eight kids in a homestead. I want, I want, I want this. I want, I really want, I want, I want it. At the end of the day, are you willing to let go and just do what God needs you to do? Are you willing to take your son up and sacrifice him? You know, <laughs> it sounds so crazy and mean and evil, but like that was a test from God. Like, are you willing to really let go of that idol? Are you really letting go of what you want and trusting in me to provide no. being God, right? Like, are you willing to do that? And we, at the end of the day, we need to. And if God needs you to have a wife and kids to be fruitful and multiply, to make physical disciples, to train them up and send them out into the world, that's one thing. That's great. If God needs you to have freedom in your life, to go evangelize to people or help build stuff, help be a part of stuff that you wouldn't be have the freedom to be a part of if you had a wife and kids, like you need to be willing to say like, thank you, God. I trust you and I appreciate this and I'll do my best, you know, despite what I want. Um, and yeah, that's been a big, and like, again, I think men who do truly do that are the ones who girls want. I mean, I don't know if you're like really on like Christian TikTok or like Christian in Instagram. Hell no. no, but it's not a lot really. of, I mean, I'm not, it's certainly it, not on TikTok. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's, you know, but really what I notice are all these like young, pretty Christian girls going, where are all the good men? Where are just Christian men? Where are blah, blah, blah. And it's like right here. But also, like, do you really want what you're asking for? Because <laughs> I get real biblical, like, literally, like, I am a biblical man. 
and that's offensive and that's mean and that's rude and i end up saying like women shouldn't be pastors so these women who are like oh i want a man i want a christian man how hard is it to just find like a christian man who's gonna love me it's like he's right here and he's too offensive for you <laughs> you know and it's like at the end of the day like you were saying like we need to just be willing to do that and they can either come around or not and it'll yeah. just kind of be god's plan for our individual lives and then society as a whole like one way or the other but when we cuck like bad things happen <laughs> oh, when you like feel good when you want to feel good and be, be like have an idol and be idolized like good luck <laughs> good luck building that house on sand you know like it might look pretty for a while but let's see how long it lasts kind of thing yeah um <laughs> yeah i guess i gotta get involved over there at uh at christian instagram dude um, <laughs> but then yeah, they, they took wait, they they take one look at my memes bro and i'm just like yeah. uh done for. yeah <laughs> yeah because like i i thought about i mean sometimes because I do think about what people think about me and stuff like that. And I, I just, when that happens, I just like push through. I'm like, dude, I'm putting up a Jew meme right now. Like whenever, I, whenever I'm just like, dude, what is this girl going to think? And I'm like, dude, I'm putting up a shut it down meme now. Now you, you, you absolute sip. You're sipping for a girl you've never even talked to. Yeah. Shut up. Um, yeah, the last date I went on was great. It's pretty girl, it's Christian. You know, we're we're hitting it off pretty well. And uh, conversation comes up of where she goes to church, and she's like, "Oh, I go to this church," and I won't name it. I won't I won't throw it out there. But it's like a very quote unquote popular mega church in Nashville that's very emotional, and it's led by a husband and a wife who are both the pastors. And they're very, very public and adamant about how she's the pastor. She's, we have a pastor. Her name is blah, 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 you know. And right when she said it, she's like, oh, I go to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I literally like, couldn't even control myself. I was like, <laughs> no. my reaction like to her face nice. was like, ooh, and like laughing. Like, oh, no, no. Like, seriously? Almost like mocking, you know? And it's oh, like right no. then and there, it was just over, you know? Because that is offensive to her. Like, that's her church. She goes there. She yeah. feels good. She's connected. She has friends, you know? And it's like, it's just sorry. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to put up with that. If we're going to work, if this is the, the right fit, you're not going to be going to that church. <laughs> I am going to tell you yeah. all the things they're doing wrong and how they're not actually producing good fruit. And how they buy fake followers and how they're clearly not adhering to the Bible. Whether they like whatever words are coming out of their mouth, you know, like they're truly not living it out. And you're either going to have to like accept that and change or we just don't work. And we might vibe on all these other levels and like we like each other. We find each other attractive. We have friends or whatever. And there's all this good stuff, positive stuff going. But I'm sorry, at the end of the day, I'm not going to bend. I'm not going to say like... Oh, that's okay. That's fine. Oh, I've heard some good things about it. Yeah, it's all right. I'm going to excuse that. Like, no, I am going to be a little bold and I'm going to mock it and I'm going to call it out. And like, if this doesn't work, this doesn't work. But like you're saying, like, there's just this plague of like in that situation, how many men, especially Christian men in America would go, oh, cool. Maybe I could come with you sometime because <laughs> you check all my boxes and I'm desperate and I'm horny and I want a wife, you know? So uh, I'm just going to, like, say what I need to say to, like, make you like me. 
make this yeah. work, you know? Yeah. We need I to mean, be more bold. We need to be more offensive. And like, yeah, it's awkward and mean. And like to us in this day and age in our culture, it seems like almost like against our nature, but like we need to be doing it. We need to have yeah. that bold confidence. Yeah. I mean, that's why I, I think that the best thing to, to be, you know, to, because I mean, I'm I'm not trying to say compromise and like where there's a middle ground, but it's like it does look better when it doesn't come from you and where you can like point. Like I think a big part of leadership is pointing to the what it says in the scripture. I mean, I'm not look if, if that happened to me, I would wince too, and I'd be like, listen, no, I'm like, but it's like <laughs> I know having, uncontrollable. Yeah, having your um, like I almost like cat having, hissed at her like yeah. That's, yeah, that's cat. I mean, that's funny. I mean, uh, but like knowing the word of God it, is really because like what does a person like that say? Because you okay okay I'll put it this way. If you got a girl that is going to a church that has a, a female pastor, she may not be the one for you, but if you can point her to the scripture where it says that and she gives some cope answer, she definitely isn't for you. Cause a lot of people, yeah. they don't yeah. know what they don't know. They go along to get along. They, blah, blah, you know, they're, they're, they're friends there. But, but if you can like go to the word of God and be like, listen, yo, it just says that no woman, that, that, that there's like four spots. They, they're not supposed to teach or have authority over a man in the church, an elder and an overseer is supposed to be a, a, the husband of one wife it's like it's very clear so it, and if she does this this cope thing oh it's like that's just the culture of the times yeah but excuse oh, but excuse but excuse but. yeah like that, then you know for sure because i'm not gonna because yeah. a lot i mean like my church like i said is really based but as some of these things i don't know they they move slow and they're they don't you don't know what you don't know like before we knew we all we before we knew we didn't know and it's like i i just always think that that revealing your own and another person's relationship with the scripture is that's a step that like that should be taken before well, hopefully before anything right i mean it's hard because you're not like you're not like don't have a bible with you and you're not like in bible gateway on like while you're having a conversation <laughs> but it's like hopefully yeah. you get so soaked in what the scripture says that yeah. you're it's like you're like the other night I was hanging out with a couple people, a couple of non-believers, and I was tried and I was telling them about the gospel and like talking about God, they had questions. And I tried to just like 80% as much as I could, I was saying it was like the word for word from the Bible or like a paraphrase where I, and I, when I would paraphrase, I would say, I am kind of paraphrasing, but I know what book it's in and I can show you. And yeah. so I think just yeah. knowing like the, the, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts to the hearts of men and the dividing of joints and marrow. I mean, it really, the scripture is like the great divider. And so that's, I guess what I'm just saying about my own life. That's what I try to, to do is just have it be like on my mind, on my lips. Most of the time, uh, it says in first Peter to all, always be able to give a defense for the hope that's in you. Yep. And just having that, having that scripture, you know, down a little bit better every week i think it's just it's just crucial because when you interact with a girl she's gonna see the bible and be like dang or like i'm out or or not i'm out she's gonna do some cope and then you're gonna be like i'm out yeah you know so it's interesting though yeah the feminism dude the feminism ran a 
ran a number, man. They did it did a number on our, our culture, dude. It's it's it's, yeah. it's it's everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess I never updated, but yeah, I am single again. People are asking about that in the chat. If that wasn't obvious, uh, <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah, unequally yoked. People are very are choosing to be unequally yoked, and they think that's a good thing. I think they lie to yep. themselves, thinking that's a good thing. Never seen a female pastor in an Orthodox church. Yeah, but I do see a lot of uh, men dressed in dresses at the Orthodox Church. <laughs> no offense, Ortho Bros. You know I love you, Catho Bros. You know I love you, but your dudes do wear dresses. <laughs> I'm going to an Orthodox church next week. I'm not. I'll, I'm not Orthodox. I'll yeah. never be Orthodox, but I'm going yeah. to one. I, next week in Virginia, it's going to be interesting. I've been like four times to Orthodox. You ever been to an Orthodox service? Yeah, quite a few. Yeah. I actually love them, yeah. Love yeah I'm cool, like every day I'm close to <laughs> become, become Orthodox. Really? Like, not really, but I'd, I'm yeah. a big respecter of the Orthodox Church. Yeah. yeah. Most, I guess, because it is, there are deviations and separations within that, but sure. yeah, I mean, my Bible, I say it a lot, my Bible is the Orthodox Study Bible. I really like to like what they have to say about scripture, like their explanations about like what the early church says and all like, you know, they just do a really good job of like when you're taught, like when you're reading something like um, there was one part where, um, you know, the, the story of Zacchaeus in the tree and, you know, the Orthodox study Bible really breaks down. Like there's a lot of evidence that says Zacchaeus went on to change his name to this and he became a deacon of this city. And you don't find that in other study Bibles. Like, they're very good about that early church history that is, yeah. like, very accurate <laughs> and very interesting, you know, and, like, very, like, helps add context to, like, it's not just some short guy in a tree and, like, you kind of read it and kids sing a little song in Sunday school about it because it's funny and then everyone forgets about it. It's like, no, this guy went on to do these things and we should know that and remember that and that adds emphasis to the story, you know. Yeah. So yeah, the Orthodox Study Bible, I think, is like my favorite study Bible. You know, is it the uh, the ancient faith Orthodox Study Bible? I'm not sure. This is what it looks like, though. This is it. Cool. It's like yeah, a very. I, I, I've a lot of people have this like same one. Um, I don't know if what that is though. Ancient faith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got one too. I, I it doesn't look like the same one, but I'm not sure. Prepared under the auspices of the academic community of St. Athanasius Academy of Orthodox no. Theology, Elk Grove, California. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I also just recently, what are your thoughts on the Apocrypha? Because I recently got my hands on the oh. Apocrypha. Yeah. I, I, I mean, <laughs> All the Apocrypha books and the Ethiopian Bible books. Yeah. Pretty dope. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's scripture. Um, yeah. But I, I don't think it's fa like false either. I think there's... Yeah, I think it's... Like, I think... You know, it's yeah. Like, no, no, I mean, like we're probably in complete agreement. That's 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 about it. I mean, I've I have it downstairs. I've read it. Um, uh, and also, I think there's debate over what he, he like. There's different apocryphas in there. Like, there's one that has like seven books, and there's one that has like up to twenty nine. Uh, yeah. I don't know which one you're talking about, but there's also the Deuterocanonicals. Those are the that's the in between Second Chronicles and Matthew, like you know, first and second Maccabees and stuff like that. I've read Enoch. I don't think Enoch's part of the apocrypha though. Um, yeah, it's interesting stuff, and it's always better to. It's good to have more knowledge of the times. Um, but yeah, I say it's interesting, but not scripture. That's my answer. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like just go into it with discernment. 
and why not learn? You know, I read books all the time like, you know, I'm reading this book, Gentle and Lowly. It's about like Jesus, who Jesus is, how he felt about people. I'm reading this other book, um, Letters to the Church. Have you heard that? By Francis Chan. It's awesome. I really recommend it. He criticizes the church, but like in an actual like godly way. <laughs> like cool. he's a yeah. guy who, who uh, he's really famous. He started a mega church, you know, and then after a while was like, mm. I'm, this is wrong. Something about this is wrong. People are idolizing me. Yeah. So he just threw it all away, left and like started house churches. The story's amazing. So I read all these books about Christians and about faith. You read a lot, don't you? Yeah, I read a lot. <laughs> but it's like, why not read the Apocrypha? I hear people talk about it. It's like, why not just go into it with discernment and read about it? And like you said, like, right. not just be like, yeah, it should be included in the Bible. Like, so-and-so is wrong or this is wrong. But like, why not? Like, if you're going to read books, if you're going to watch a Netflix show that's like ungodly, <laughs> why not like read the Apocrypha and like use discernment and try to learn from it, like valuable lessons or see what's good, true, and beautiful in it. Yeah. Because I get, like, I had an argument yeah, with this guy, and he's like, I was telling him, like, yeah, I just got the Ethiopian Bible because I want to read these extra books. And he was like, oh, you got to be careful about that. That's blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, do you watch TV? He's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, do you watch yeah. Netflix shows? I don't, shows? See, I don't. Like, do yeah, you watch shows that are just yeah. blatantly not Christian? And, like, how is this mm. any worse and or worse, you know? Oh, know. it's definitely not. Yeah, I mean, the... You know, I'm going to say I'm totally kidding when I say this, but the reason that I don't, I mean, I, I do read the Apocrypha, but the, 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 you're like, why would you not? It's because we don't have the whole Bible memorized yet. That's true. And yeah, yeah. there is a book that's 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 above those books. And so yeah. I, I'm definitely, I mean, I don't watch Netflix. I'm going to watch like a movie every month. And usually I'd have, it's like, it's, I, I do try to tickle my like badass, like gangster film, war film. Thing. Like, oh, yeah. I like, I love old, like, yeah. old, like, Peaky, like Peaky you know, Blinders like is like my is, favorite show, and it's like yeah, the most yeah. satanic, godless thing ever, you know? Yeah. yeah I have so, those urges to like, so like that just, stuff, you know, that's, you gotta fight yeah. off. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't want, I don't ever see an episode of that. Um, other than there is, I, like, there's memes from it that I use. Like, there's this one where he's like, no fighting, no yeah, yeah, fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and, and whenever I cover religion on my show, I play that meme. Like, Despite everything that's happened in church history, no fighting, yeah. <laughs> no freaking fighting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think the scripture, the scriptures above everything, and the apocrypha is good. And um, like, I, I like reading. Um, and I just think that, like, it depends on what someone means by be careful. Like, you should be careful yeah. to oh, not yeah, yeah, yeah. follow scripture. Point. But if it's, there is a, like, people, I cannot stand the, like, internet, the, it, the internet theologian scene. Um, the amateur internet yeah. theologian scene is insanity to me like i just I mean, became like, orthodox three months ago let me tell you why your religion's wrong <laughs> i just so yeah. i stay away from that um so <laughs> yeah yeah i try to stay away from that and i just like the more i read the bible the more i became firm and that i believe what it says and yeah. i believe it's to be taken literally unless it basically explicitly yeah. says in context yeah. that's symbolic like you know like a lot yeah, of prophecy so is true. symbolic i mean uh like I am not a deer panting for water, but it does say in the Psalms that as the deer pants for water, um, you'll thirst for God, you know? So, and, and you know, like there's, I don't think that there's actually physically 
seven seals. I mean, it, it says that the, the, the lampstands are the churches. Okay, so that's a, the example where the la- there's not lampstands. They're sim- symbols for the seven churches that were, that were written to in Revelation. So, but I, I think that the scripture is to be taken literally, except when it's clear that it's not, and it's supposed to be, supposed to be tested with other parts of scripture. And, but I mean, I think like Enoch, I think like there is a verse from Enoch quoted in scripture. I mean, there is a verse from Enoch that is scripture. It's in Jude. And there's also references to Enoch in first Peter and second Peter. And I think uh, second Thessalonians. So, um, I like this stuff. It's much better than Netflix, dude. Um, yeah. Or like anything really. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Well, yeah, you read, um, and I get confused, but you read through the Bible on your streams, right? Or on, um, is I that only anymore. when you do green I need to restart. Green, I, I green need pastures. to restart. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do that. I stopped. I think about, I've been getting some pressure from, from actually some people in the chat right now, um, about restarting it. It's very hard for me to find a time every week. I'm thinking about maybe doing it at, um, like 7 AM one day a week. Um, I need to get back into it. I learned so much about the dude. I just, um, you know, if, if someone were to say, like, give me, like, uh, here's some advice, like, can you give me advice on reading the Bible? Read it out loud. I yeah. learned so much from reading it out loud. Um, and now when I read downstairs, I also read it out loud. Um, it's just hard to find the time every week. I'm, that's a little bit BS. I'm kind of, I'm kind of being a lazy piece of shit. Um, <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Um, I need to restart that show. That was one of the bright, bright moments in my life for sure. But no, I don't do. But now, when I when it comes up on air, I'll go straight to Bible Gateway and I'll I'll quote the scripture I'm talking about. I'm doing that enough. Um, Green Pastures was cool, man. I just got involved in my local church and got fat and um, <laughs> and you know, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Right I, I made some bad Green dis- Pastures now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All caps. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I was going to ask you because um, I tuned in to the, when you went through Genesis, and I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um, just you, like, ramp, like you giving your thoughts and then reading the chat's thoughts. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. So that inspired me, so I'm going to do the same. So my stream is going to now, in a month or two, I'm going to start going through the whole Bible. Kind of wow. what you did. Like, On inspired air. by you, yeah. I love it, dude. And so that I'm going to do, great. like, a 10-part series of Genesis. I'm just going to verse by verse read it all, and then I think I'm just going to keep going. I don't know about in order, but I'm going to just go through. I, thought, I might go yeah. Genesis, and then um, I think I'm going to go through like minor prophets, then major prophets, and then maybe books wow. of wisdom. Kind of go out of order a little bit um, and just really just give my whole thoughts. And not just like my thoughts, but I do want to cover like this is what like the Orthodox would say about this. This is what the Catholics would say. This is what the Protestants would say. This is my opinion kind of thing, you know? And then also like do it live with the chat because I do like that like why not have other people comment or answer, you know, cool. challenge me as I'm like rambling, Good, man. <laughs> you know, that's great. But I yeah, love when you love did it. that. I thought that was awesome. So yeah, I'll add to the chorus. I'll add to the, what was it? The lunchtime fellows. Lunchtime rowdies. <laughs> lunchtime rowdies. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I'm going to add to the lunchtime rowdies and, and push you to get back into it too. Okay. Maybe both of our right, channels man. can. Uh, that's awesome. Dude. Yeah. I love hearing that. And I appreciate the kind words. Like you saying that I'm like a, 
that I'm righteously masculine. I wouldn't, I couldn't, I mean, three years ago, I could not believe, so I would, like, someone yeah, said isn't that, that wild? I mean, this guy's Isn't that like crazy? <laughs> yeah. uh, Sometimes and, I think back, like, man, if you would have known me in, like, 2018, and I told you who I was and what I was doing now, <laughs> like, it would have just been so unbelievable, you know? Oh, Where I am, what I'm yeah. doing, like, who yeah. I am, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, that's great. And, and that's a beautiful best, yeah. thing about, that's just evidence of God, man. There's no way to like make that a, a, a person like me five years ago is like me now. And it's like my doing. Yeah, no, I just, no, yeah. even when it is these guys that are like, oh yeah, I got jacked. All good things come from God. It yeah. doesn't mean that you have to know it. It doesn't mean you, it doesn't mean like, you, call, you have to call, not I mean you should call on his name every day, but you know, these guys that lose like 600 pounds, do you think health doesn't come from God? I mean, that God's working all the time for good. So it's all, all yeah. good things from come from God. So it's, it, you know, there's no way that I could have, I would be like, dude, I, I hate to even joke about this, but if I wasn't a Christian, I would probably be on like my fifth abortion, dude. It's so dark because it, yeah. that I was, I, when I became Christian, I became, well, no, six months before when I was learning about God, I became pro-life and then I became a Christian about three months after. But if it wasn't for that, I was like full on, like full on like pro baby murder, dude. Um, I never got one. Thank God. Um, but yeah, that, that would, I'd probably be like a serial infant murderer, dude. Um, and that's, that, that's dark, but <laughs> it's funny anyway. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, praise be to God. You are. Yeah. That's yeah. A, you know, at the end 100%. of the day. Yeah. Yep. 100%, yeah. Bro. Have you listened to Enoch while falling asleep and have wild dreams? No, I haven't. So I haven't started yet. I have three books I'm reading. That I need to finish first, mm. but I got my hands on the Apocrypha. <laughs> um, is it in the is the Enoch in the Apocrypha? It's in this one. I, so this is yeah. this is a book that's a collection of it's Enoch, Jasher, Jubilees, and then like six or seven other ones. Maccabees, Sirach, Sirach. Yeah. It's a book of wisdom or the Gospel of Wisdom. Judith. Um, the Jasher one is really why I did it because I told someone I was going to do Genesis. And we started talking about the Apocrypha because Jasher is basically Genesis also with additional, it's the whole, you know, Genesis is the origin, the beginning. And Jasher is like the, another book that's like the same story of like the beginning, God's creation and the early people, the early, like early men, the early families, and then like the progression throughout history up until when it was written. So that was kind of really what like inspired me. Like if I'm going to go through Genesis I might right after go through Jasher and just like, you know, again with discernment, <laughs> critique yeah. it and, and analyze it and maybe like question why it's not included in the Bible. But I've heard someone who I trust say good things about it. Mm. So I don't know anything. I haven't started reading at all, like literally not a single page, but I will at some point. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you know this guy, uh, you heard this guy, Michael Heiser? Before? That sounds familiar. H-I-Z-E-R. H I H E I S E R, Heiser. Um, he's it's pretty sad. He's about to he, if he he's probably about to die in like the next two or three weeks. Um, he's got like advanced advanced cancer, but he is 
Like his whole thing is about this, about like, like he doesn't accept these books as scripture e either, but he does believe they're true. And he's just so much of his stuff is about like early, like the first four, five books, or sorry, uh, chapters of Genesis and, you know, the Nephilim and giants, very interesting stuff. I mean, I haven't heard too much of his stuff about like practical Christianity. It's just not his wheelhouse. He's like hyper academic, but um, he's got a lot of stuff to say about like what heaven was like before the fall, uh, Satan, you know, where Satan was, where Satan is, where, where demons are, who they are, who angels are, what alien, aliens, um, all kinds of stuff. But aliens, not in the mainstream sense. I mean, he thinks they're spiritual beings, either like basically demons. Uh, yeah. That's what most base people believe anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. He's, a, he's a good resource on, on Enoch and like it, it talks a lot of a lot in the bible about the the council of god and the sons of god um you know not christ being the son of god or the son of man but like you know the um it says in job um that like it you know basically says that satan met with god post fall obviously because it was um it was job was after adam yeah, now, now this is Job 1.6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. So it's like Satan did, I, I asked my pastor about this too. He said that Satan did slash does get cast out of heaven but there's multiple like interpretations of has that happened already and he doesn't think that it ha has happened yet so that means like satan is still in heaven even though he's not like one with god like so like it's a really good point yeah, yeah. yeah. so Never, it's like, like when did this together, stuff yeah. happen and so you know one of the things that my uh my pastor did in sem seminary and that most people that study the scripture the original language do is it's all about like verb conjugations and in the greek the con the tenses dictate a lot like when so like when something happened and i don't think it's really that clear from scripture that satan has been that the fall of man caused satan to be out of heaven the fall of man caused man to be out of communion with god and out of the garden but i um you know so there's a biblical example of like you're you're definitely post fall i mean a lot of people say that that's job the story of Job was around the time of Abraham. Um, it was one of the earliest stories in the Bible. Um, so, but anyway, this this guy Michael Heiser has a lot of stuff to say about just this whole pre like pre Moses deal, you know, all that stuff. So I don't know, it's interesting. Dude, yeah, I'm looking at him up for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think it... he's got a massive body of work out there. I mean, you could listen to like two hours a day for the rest of the year you wouldn't get through all of this. Like, <laughs> like 300 episodes yeah. of his podcast and he's he's got like six books it's a lot yeah but he he, he his he, he calls it or i guess people have called it like the divine council theory where he talks about how like there's god but then there's the council of god which is referenced in the bible like what is the council of god is it angels is it whatever but it's not it's clearly not just god up there he just yeah and also another thing that's pretty crazy is like there's multiple names for god in the bible i mean there's yahweh there's uh there's hashem that means the name 
um, and there's Elohim, and yeah. a lot of people say that Elohim means God, but that's not really true. The the de uh, demons are called Elohim in the Old Testament. Uh, the, set, the, the, the angel of the Lord is called Elo Elohim in the Bible. Uh, God, like the creator, is called Elohim. So Elohim is more of like a spiritual being. Um, uh, El is God, but Elohim has like, I think that, that at one point, like the, um, the sons of God are called Elohim, which means that Elohim is not like, Elohim is not synonymous with Yahweh. There's a, there's a passage, I'll find it for you and send it, you know, another time where there's a Psalm where Elohim is used for four different entities in like a five verse period. Um, in the, in the original Hebrew. Oh. So, so, so Elohim is not like Yahweh. Um, and a lot of people think that he is, but he's not. Yeah, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, it's, it's trippy, bro. It's the one thing I do want to dive into on, um, on Genesis, I'm going to obviously right away, like part two, <laughs> um, is like the serpent. And I've heard people say like the serpent is Satan. But it's not. It's a snake that's possessed by the spirit of Satan. So Satan has the ability to like enter people almost like the Holy Spirit can. Like if you take in, if you are willing to take in Satan's spirit, he will fill you with his spirit, the enemy. Like you will serve him. And that's like the, why the snake was punished because it chose as like a living being. <laughs> it chose to do the bidding of Satan. It chose to take on his spirit. It wasn't Satan himself. It would have been called Satan. It was well, a serpent. But well, then also we see, and there's like few different examples of that, like where people have like the spirit of Satan in them. But then also Satan is a man. He physically is a man who encounters Christ in the desert and tempts him four times or three times, like in a body. So Satan is both like a man <laughs> in a physical human body. And he's described in other places as like a very beautiful man like a very like tempting beautiful man with a body like that interacts with us on this planet but also he's like described as having a spirit that can enter into like animals that can enter into people so like i'm actually gonna like explain that and ask people as i go like what they think of it um because that is interesting to me too and everything you're just saying just like reminds me of that it's just like Sometimes you just gloss over these concepts, like ah, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 whatever. And then you just kind of keep keep reading. But when you kind of think deeper about these things, like there's definitely deeper layers to all this stuff. That... Yeah, and like uh, testing it against that. I mean, so one thing that's interesting. I mean, I've I um, I haven't heard a lot of the stuff that you just said, but listen to this verse from Revelation because I mean, it does say in the Bible that the serpent is Satan. So it says this Revelation 12, 9. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Um, so I, I, like, again, I, like, I don't know. I'm not the best in like debating scripture and, and stuff like that. I just know what it says and how to find it and stuff like that. But I'd be interested to, are you saying that he's never called Satan in Genesis or in the whole Bible? I mean, because it says it right there. Are you just saying from what you read in Genesis at the time? Because it says a serpent in Genesis, but yeah, uh, um, yeah. I mean that that like I, it, it, also what's interesting, like you, like 
I wonder, but that doesn't that doesn't make my case slam dunk because you know I wonder if they use the same word in the Septuagint, which is the Greek Old Testament, as they do for the for Satan. There, there's all these weird things about the Bible where they use like a different original word for multiple for for the same English word and vice versa. So this is where you get into like hardcore like exegesis where you have to really do your hermeneutic work and go on blue letter bible you know blue letter bible yeah yeah bro yeah there's yeah, one i want to yeah. i keep debating um the guy the the there's a husband and wife that run like my tuesday night bible study and he's he's getting it <laughs> he's he, he prevent he has some like really good presentations and he has this thing that like feel like um people in like seminary have which is basically blue blue letter bible like times 10 logos is it logos bible software it might be that it costs like yeah, he said it costs that, like a thousand dollars grand bro. yeah it's very expensive i think he said a thousand dollars okay even that There's is like very expensive yeah. yeah but i keep kind of wanting i keep being like man it might be worth it uh but blue letter bible is great so i kind of am like ah, eh, it's really good on its own but yeah are you um are you involved in like one-on-one or group uh discipleship at your at your church yeah so i have three different bible studies my church and then i have three online like fellowship groups like like men groups and stuff and then in two of my bible studies we break off and do men's and women's separate groups so we have like communal and then also like separate men and women and it's like obviously smaller and more like personal and you know iron sharpening iron men keeping each other in check holding each other accountable um but yeah, I don't want to take up time, but I'll send you and I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it in like my stream. So I might just send you the stream I do, but I, yeah, there's like stuff yeah, that's I, like, uh, um, yeah. that evidence that points to the spirit of Satan being in the serpent. Not that is a weird, that yeah. is a thing I'm Which very I've, interested because in. I was like proven wrong. I heard this guy like, like explain it really well in a sermon and I was like, yeah. Oh, I just always assumed and heard it say that it is so much assumptions yeah i mean there's yeah. just there's like the, the traditions we were brought up with and but then all it makes this me... baggage yeah sorry but it's like it, what you're saying too also makes me like okay like just because he explained it really well like does he even understand the full context right and now do i have yeah. to like go back and double <laughs> triple check my That's... research and some of that stuff is yeah. true like there is just these double meanings and um yeah I was talking about it on Hanging with Bears and a couple of real life instances of like, I never heard that creation, there's two words for it. And so we just use the word create. Like English is just so stupid and lazy where we just make one word that applies to like three different things. <laughs> love is the famous example people use. Like there's four types of love in the Greek, you know, and we just use the word love and it really waters down these meanings of the, like the word. There's brotherly love, there's man, like, there's a uh, relational love, there's conditional love, there's unconditional love, which only God can have, but we just say the word love. And so it actually kind of makes things confusing and you have to like do extra research to really understand what the full context is. But in summary, like create, like the word create has two words. I forget what the original one is, but the second one is Asa. And I just love that because I want to actually like add it to my baby list name. I'm like, that's a dope name. A-S-A-H, Asa. And that's the creation we can do. Like you you do Asa when you create music, right? 
when you make like a sandwich, you're doing a saw. Like we are creating stuff. But what we're doing is a saw is like creating something out of something. But there's, I forget the name of the other word, but it's like a specific type of creation that only God can do in the beginning. In the beginning, God created something out of nothing. And we can't do that. <laughs> you know, as much as yeah. Satan wants to and we want to, like we cannot create. That's only what God can do. But God yeah, can I, also I, a saw create. Yeah. God can also create something. Oh, out of, of course. Something. Yes. So there's like these yes. weird like, but we all we hear and know is the word create. And then it becomes confusing because when you see God created and then you see like David created, it's like, is that, wait, is David God now? <laughs> Does David have like godly oh, powers yeah. or something? Like it just waters it down and makes it weird where like if you don't have that extra explanation or that extra research, like you kind of, things can get confusing and weird and watered down. Mm. So it's like, yeah, we do need to yeah, like do... I mean... We do need to have like study Bibles and hear different points of view and hear sermons yeah. from wiser men. And like you said, go to your pastor, yeah. go to your elders and ask for advice for and counsel. Sure. And yeah. Yeah. Um, the, you know, that's, you know, you know, I know a lot of the stuff, like to me, a big part of like learning the scripture or whatever, is just recognizing these things and knowing them. But it can, it, if you, if you get, if you know them very well and get like, too into the online theology bro thing like I, I'll, I'll i'll um it gets to the point where we like can't have a conversation anymore i don't mean like me and you but like i've been like hey like it's it's yeah, like we're jesse yeah. lee peterson if i were if i were to be like hey sean's a good guy and, and, and someone's like no man is good I'm like, <laughs> can I just make a talk you know like yeah. you know like um and uh you know um yeah that's like, like so i've said that, that there's i don't know who it is in my chat but i've been like yeah i created something they're like only god creates literally about that word i'm like yeah. well do, do you know what i'm saying or no like yeah. <laughs> it's right. like if i create a sandwich like so I, I like i think there's a tightrope to be walked there where it's like you should know that but the more that you get, you can get, it can get prideful really fast when you have to like bring it up all the time. Cause yeah. English yeah. is a different type of language than Hebrew. Hebrew has one word for many things. And it's more of a, um, like in Hebrew to know something is not to know it, to know something is to do it. Um, and if you don't, aren't living something out, then you don't truly know it. But in Greek, that was more like an intellectual knowledge based society where if you know something, it's head knowledge but the hebrews it was if you're not acting it out you really don't know it in the first place um but i just i don't know i run in, i just see this you know i'm i'm married to the internet dude so i like see all these got people like only god creates it's like yeah. okay well now well, i'm just actually not and source yeah, you have a source um, for that um, or... <laughs> so yeah it's very because i do it a lot like i listen that. i'll listen to like four different sermons from four different guys and then i'll like be talking to my bro and i'm like dude i just heard this sermon where that he made this really good point about this and they're like who what, what you know, quote it well and it's like dude uh i think it was it's like can you just trust me on this <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of, at the same time, it is kind of like, well, you know, do kind of question stuff. Don't just listen to everything you're heard or is repeated. But also sometimes it's like, dude, isn't it, doesn't this just ring true? Like, can't you just like go with this? And like, yeah, you can challenge it and question it. But like, do I need to like exactly provide you the right source with the timestamp right now and vouch for the guy that said it exactly perfectly? 
You know? <laughs> or can I just be like, dude, I heard this. And like, if you really doubt it, like challenge me and look it up later, you know? Yeah. But like for this, like you're saying, like just for this conversation For the sake right of now, this conversation. Can yeah. you just go with <laughs> yeah. this? Can you have like yeah. a, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. this is true mentality and I'll hear you out mentality. Yeah. So it gets yeah. weird. It's called grace, man. It's like yeah. just, yeah, just, just a little bit of grace yeah. for the sake of our conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then, I mean, I, then obviously there's line where someone just says something so goofy. You're like, yeah, dude, you're going to need to give me a source for that because that is yeah. pretty. It's always fine <laughs> I'm pretty it's sure that's not line. in the Bible. Could yeah. you please look that up? And I'm not trying to be a jerk about that. But yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, my mom, uh, she, my mom goes to a really good church out in Virginia. And she said that one of her favorite things about this church is like when she asks someone something and they say, you know this is what the bible says and she and and my mom in a good faith way is always gonna usually gonna be like oh where does it say that she said that the leaders at their church are always like they're either they know where it says it or they say i don't know i know it says it and i'll send you it after this conversation's over it's like that little bit of grace and we don't have to solve it right now we in fact we are not going to solve it right now like time is like the fact that we're 2000 years after Christ's death like we we're not gonna like there's so much church debate and all that stuff and and so it's a little bit of grace a little bit of grace a little bit of uh good faith goes a long way um but that's not really a a thing of the theology the online theology sphere it's all you know you have to win you have to be yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In summary, it's okay. In summary. Right? Yeah. yeah. What, you know, I, I, I don't know if we have to go in a second or whatever, but what, like, what do you think about this revival? In uh, I was actually going to ask you that before yeah. we go. Okay. Uh, the Asbury, yeah. Asbury Church. Yeah. Yep. When I first heard about it, I was like, eh, yeah, whatever. I hear about, the, you know, you see that stuff. Then, like, the more you hear about it, the more it seems very true and real and authentic. The people, quote-unquote, leading it seem genuinely true and authentic and real. Yeah. And it seems like it's being challenged. Like, it's being kind of talked about because it has to be, but also, like, challenged. And it does seem like people are trying to discredit it that, like, people I wouldn't trust, you know? Mm. And then also, like, because it feels so real, I've seen, like, multiple examples where people are trying to almost fake revival. Trying to get that juice and that energy. Look, it's happening here also. And it's like, clearly it's not happening there. But it's clearly happening. To me, at least, my opinion is that it's happening here. And now people are trying to, like, suck that energy or, like, mimic it and copy it. But, yeah, everything I've seen so far is, what, they're at 150 straight hours of authentic worship. (laughs) And people, like, authentically confessing sins and repenting. And... I mean, it's just real. It's biblical. It's biblical church done right, like for the right reasons. And I keep wanting to go up. I actually keep thinking like maybe this weekend I'll go up because I don't have things planned Saturday. So I'm like, I it's cool. only like four or five hour drive for me. So okay, I might wow. might go check it out. But um, yeah, yeah, it does seem. I mean, at first I was a little skeptical. I was a little like shrugging. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. People say that. People do that. It's just like a church that wants publicity or something. But yeah, the more I look into it, the more I see and kind of like honestly pray about it too. It just really does feel like something special is happening there mm. for a special reason. Yeah. And I think in general, it just is happening. I was talking about with my friends too. Like there's been something in the last like, because I don't know if you had it too, because this would be kind of wild, but like 
all last year, like, dude, I was, like, crushing it, and things were great, and, like, my faith walk was awesome, and then, like, in the fall, like, it just, like, boom, like, everything wow. fell apart, and my life got, like, physical, emotional, spiritual, like, crazy, and busy, and difficult, and challenging, I started having all these doubts, just so much was thrown at me, you know, life was crazy, and then, you know, like in January, I'm like confessing this to my bro, my, like all my bros in different groups. And all of them were like, yeah, same. Dude, I like it really was like this demonic wave that fell over yeah. like all these young men wow. in like October through December. And it was almost like we all faked like it wasn't happening, but it was happening. And then like ever since then, like since January, like the last month or two, it's felt like, okay, that happened. Now let's go crush. <laughs> let's get wow. on with like overcoming that. Like whatever, dude. We're in it's like almost that realization. Like we are in a spiritual warfare. We do need each other. And like my fellowship and my groups has just been like amazing and on fire ever since. Like people are like confessing and repenting and asking for advice and asking for accountability. So it really has been like almost like I just in different groups that don't know each other. You know, where I'm experiencing different people that have no contact with each other are saying these same things. So it really is like matching up. People on my internet groups that are like living in totally different states or even different countries are saying this, you know? So I think there was like some very like a big heavy satanic push in the fall. And now people are like responding to that with like righteous fire. And so then it's like almost seems natural that like it's gonna start popping up in churches and gatherings. On the, on the local individual level, like with you, with me, with like our friends, our church, but also like groups might start popping up that are pretty authentic and on fire. But it also doesn't mean people aren't going to fake it too or <laughs> push. Well, I mean, evil's going to push attack. back against it. Yeah, going to push yeah. back and try to stop it and subvert it, you know? Yeah. 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 So I will say, man, I mean, I have had this conversation with probably 20 people I know that have said the same exact thing you just said about the like late fall early winter last yeah. year i totally agree yeah. it was what yeah. very widespread it was like i think yeah. more like young people young men is really what i hear from like and we all kind of like too it was like almost like a universal like everyone would just kind of denied it was happening or like refused to believe it was happening but then like mm. once the new kind of like in january everyone was like man that was rough <laughs> that was bad that was you know like I, I messed up i fell short i did this wrong i did this wrong and now ever since it's been like the opposite direction push like the pendulum swinging back like dude no we're <laughs> never again <laughs> go forward now you know that's so true man Dang. but then too then this asbury thing is young people it's young men mostly yeah. like rising up and being like we're gonna worship we're gonna pray we're going to lay hands on each other. We're going to cast out demons. We're going to confess. We're going to, you know, we are going to repent publicly. We're going to ho start holding each other accountable. Like we are going to have community. And like I was saying earlier, like they're doing like the spiritual disciplines. They're fasting. They're reading the word. They're worshiping out loud. They're praying out loud, laying hands on each other. You know, it's like they're not just talking the talk. They're doing it. And yeah, I just think it's the more and more I look at it and, you know, pray on it, it just does seem like authentic. Whereas honestly, at first I was a little skeptical because yeah. it's, we live in a world where it is really this like fake phony Christianity. Look at me, yeah, look, man. At, <laughs> look yeah, at how great we are. And it's like, are you, <laughs> there's no good fruit there. You're telling me to look at how beautiful this tree is, but there's no fruit, uh, you know, being produced from it. So uh, I've wow, just become like skeptical about that stuff. But yeah, this one does seem very yeah. authentic and real.
and then just wow. individual lives like again you me these people in our lives like it does feel authentic and real too mm, that's beautiful man yeah i mean so you you're gonna be here in uh in a couple months and i'm you know i'm i hope that the, the one i'm running is is i mean usually like a a, a real revival is not planned, but I mean, this festival that I'm doing, I, you know, I just, I'm very excited to get other churches involved and, and praise God. And man, maybe it'll end in us staying at the stage overnight and doing yeah. a, like a, you know, a multi-week one. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't really have too much to add about the revival. I mean, like it, it's that, I mean, there have been the, just the fact that there have been opportunists pastors and some false teachers trying to get involved in the Asbury one that have been turned away. Yeah. That, yeah. um, yeah, and, that too has been know, awesome. Yeah. And, and just the fact that it's not all music and emotions. I mean, there is public repentance, um, and, and other, the other things that you listed. So I think it's really, and other authentic ones have popped up over the area. There's one at Lee college in Tennessee right now. Um, there's supposedly a huge one in Uganda right now. I don't know if you've heard about this, but like no. supposedly a huge, like nationwide um, uh, revival. I, I don't know what to think because it's abroad or whatever. But um, but yeah, hopefully that uh, hopefully God is going to move. I mean, and it's like I don't think God. I mean, God can do whatever He wants, but it requires repentance. It that yeah. requires us to turn from our sins, um, or I don't even know about or I just don't think that that's the way God chooses to work. I don't think he has a reason to to move in a big way without repentance of sins. I think the, that the the uh, just read them. Just read any of the prophets, any of the books. It's all about judgment will happen unless you repent. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. It's like yeah. the whole it's like the subject of every single. Yeah. Is there, uh, life to the max says, uh, what denomination is Asbury? It's, uh, it's Methodist, which is kind of sus to be, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know everything well, that the Methodists believe, but, but are they United yeah. Methodist or like, non? I don't know. It's important. Right. I, yeah. I don't know. I, they're, they're the, they're the non-liberal one. They're, they're, I mean, Methodist in general is a little bit more liberal than other denominations, but they are the, whatever the more conservative wing of the Methodist churches, I believe. That's what someone told me last night at Small Group. So. Wesleyan Holiness Movement it says non-denominational school, <laughs> but um, Wesleyan Christian Orthodoxy. Huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, it says that it'll. It... But, oh, okay. And we talked about that the, the Stoic Christian I had on. We we're just saying too. It's like. And I get I get pushed back from everyone when I say it, you know, because you have to be in a gang. <laughs> you have to be in a gang and it has to be the right gang or else you're not, you know. Yeah. But I'm like a just, are, do you love and serve Christ, your Lord and Savior? And like, honestly, like that, like I'll fellowship with you if you call yourself an Orthodox or a Catholic or whatever. At the end of the day, like, are you truly authentically picking up your cross and carrying it? Being a servant of Christ, like seeking to be a kingdom builder, eyes focused on eternity, loving and serving Christ. And yeah, like there's a lot of def like secondary issues we can debate and tertiary issues we can like disagree on or whatever. 
But it really just at the end of the day, like if you like, oh yeah, I go to a United Methodist Church, but I'm like an on fire man of God who <laughs> strives to be a biblical Christian. I could really kind of care less. It's like, yeah, I could disagree with your church, but you know, maybe want you to go somewhere else if I have big disagreements with it. But on the individual level, like, dude, are you a Christian? Are you a Christ follower? Can you with your lips profess Christ is my Lord and Savior? Like publicly and boldly. And I fellowship with tons of people based on that. Like Catholics, Orthodox, Baptist, non-denomination, Church of Christ, Methodist, Presbyterian, like Mormon even, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, I don't know. To me, it's like Christ is the cornerstone. He's, He's what's important. And like our little gang affiliations, like, yeah, and like the secondary issue kind of kind of context, they, yeah, we can debate them and argue them or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, you're my brother. You're my cousin. We're on the same team. We have a common enemy. And let's get on with fighting it, you know? And let's get on with, like, helping each other and being iron that sharpens iron. Um, but I get pushback from all directions with that, you know? I'll yeah. take it. I'll gladly take it. But like that, like, you know, sometimes it is like, okay, they're the X denomination and it's like, yeah, that might not be the greatest, but (laughs) is that group of individuals in that church right now truly loving and serving God? Yes. At least it seems like it. I'm not there, so I don't know for sure, but all signs seem to be pointing to yes. Even if like their big C church is like, whatever, <laughs> fake and gay or stupid or whatever. I don't know. It just seems like the, the collection of individuals in that church, like you're like I've been saying, like in that local church, to me, that's what matters. I know plenty of Catholics where I can sit here and talk about all the bad things the Catholic church does or how much I disagree with this, or it might be leading people astray in this way or that way. Or, um, but I know so many Catholics that I like, dude, I'll go to battle with you. I'll fight and I die with you, that. dude. You're my yeah, brother, man, because that. we are loving yeah. and serving Christ at the end of the day. And, like, I just don't care what, like, <laughs> what cracker you put in your mouth on Sunday morning. Like, I don't care about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, whether you yeah. do or don't, you know, like, I don't know. So, again, I get pushed back and I'll, I'll take it. And I'll accept it. But for me, it's more of like on that individual level of are you loving and serving Christ? Is he your Lord and Savior? And... Yeah. Whatever, we can just go to different churches on Sunday and fellowship later on, later on in the week. No, man. Yeah, that's dope. But, yeah, man, I honestly could just keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go soon. I want to. I would love to. We're just, like, hanging out here. We got to hang out. We'll hang out. Yeah. But I, I got to. got to go soon. I'm yeah. the same way. I mean, I, we're just talking about cool stuff. But almost yeah. three hours, right? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, do you, do you want to like tell people about the festival where they can find it, follow it, sign up for it, show up for it, or like maybe even if they can contact you for it, maybe, uh, maybe this, well, you can always email me at, uh, I'll just plug my, my stuff real fast. So you go to linktr.ee slash ignoramus media. You can look, I mean, here's the thing. I'm trying to not be so open about like, like. I like all the breadcrumbs like but if you trace the breadcrumbs I'm easily findable like easily you could just click through my music stuff I'm public on my music page about like where I live and stuff like that you can find me easily um you can always email me or whatever maybe this um what I was thinking is um maybe you get me back on for like a shorter interview like 20 to 30 minutes sometime in April um where we'll just talk about this festival and then I will but it's still um, in the baby steps of, of planning and stuff like that. It's May 6th. 
Um, but I, you know, just have me back on, you know, for like a quick interview, and and we will once I have artwork done, once I have, you know, it it's called. I live in the Tri Cities uh, tri- area, which is the Tri Cities are Johnson City, Bristol, and Kingsport, Tennessee, and it's called Tri Cities Praise. That's the name of it, um, and it's all day Christian festival, awesome. but. And, you know, we get closer to it, I'll come back on. But for now, I just, it's mostly about not, um, like, talking it up before it's really all booked. We have four yeah, churches yeah. on board. I'm trying to get, like, eight or eight to ten with some solo Christian acts. Um, but, yeah, it'll be in a month it's going to be a lot further along. So that that's my answer. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and if you're ever free in the middle of the day, tune into his streams. Yes, live, ten, lunch, live become a lunchtime rowdy. Lunchtime yeah. rowdy. I like lunchtime fellow. I like my mistake. Lunchtime fellow. That's kind of cool too. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. lunchtime rowdy is hilarious fellows. though. Yeah, Dolly Goodfellows. Yeah, yeah. league of yeah, uh, yeah. ignorant ge- ignorant <laughs> ignorant gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. That's the league of yeah. But yeah, I love I love talking to you, man. I love coming on here, and I know you're coming out here in a couple months, but I gotta make it out to your area as well got to chill again um that was uh that was a good yeah it was a good visit last time it was it was it was had a lot of laughs and i always uh laugh my butt off when i'm around you so (laughs) yeah Yeah, man i'll see you in a couple months yeah yeah thank you again for coming on final question as always okay did you have a fun time tonight i had a great time (laughs) you know it's, it's funny how um i uh um the i i tweeted out because i was uh because last time i i came on or like you, you, like you had you asked me like what is a man and the, the you know, jlp like questions yeah well, i tweeted out before i before like 10 minutes before i came on i tweeted out what is a man have you forgiven your father do you sin do you love white people do you have perfect peace yeah, yeah. i forgot about that one did you have fun yeah, yeah that's a very good podcast man you got a good yeah very inspirational guy man i really like uh your um like your content how you're always trying to like bring it back to like positivity and man and manhood and you're not um you're like i'm a little bit more like in the news game than you um yeah but we are we do have our content like rhymes where it's like we got to just be above it all and like yeah. and christ is like above us and yeah. this sick news game is just it, if you get if you get in the game dude it's it's hard to escape you got to be just like above it all and, yeah. and have your priorities on lock right yeah so yeah well, that's why i like tuning into your streams because you do it well cool. like if i'm gonna listen Sweet. to news like to anyone talk yeah. about the news it's you because <laughs> yeah. you'll do it right you'll mock it appropriately you'll criticize yeah. it you'll have like a a, yeah. a christian take a christian conservative yeah. take on it that's mm-hmm. actually christian yeah <laughs> Not, exactly yeah, yeah. So. so yeah anyone out there that uh has it um just push through you'll be offended <laughs> you'll be yeah, shocked and awed a little bit jump ship but I, man give I, him, I, hear I, him out because he's great he's yes. so great yeah. in so many ways yeah <laughs> that many such cases of people like dude i can't do it i'm like all right 10 minutes know. in like what is yeah. this what did you just yeah, i didn't know who you are that's been said to me so many times i didn't know who you were i'm like well i'm me dude <laughs> yeah so. love it man well, yeah thanks again